0: Welcome everyone to episode 31. This weekend we were spoiled for choice at MotoGP, World Superbikes and the BSB all in the same week. And if you're still trying to catch up or catch your breath and you're trying to decide who's right and who's wrong and who's going to stick around and hopefully listen to us and we will give you some sort of conclusion. This is the Big Bad Bike Show. I'm the Big Bad Biker, Sam McCauley. And joining me are my two co-hosts, the Up North Biker, Ash Hall. Hello there. And... Moto Chippy Chris Chippy Ballard. Hello. I just went for that intro.
1: Yeah, you messed up a bit, but
0: Yeah. Do you want do you want to do it again? No. <laughs> no, keep keeping it. It's fine. Whatever. Anyway, the point is a lot of racing on last week and we're going to talk about it. That's it. Right, so if you're listening on YouTube, please like, subscribe, you can hit the notification bell. That way you'll be told whenever a podcast comes out. And if you're on Spotify or Apple, you can rate us by giving us five stars and writing a little review and telling us how awesome you think we are. And if you want to get in touch with us personally and send us a little email and tell us just how great we are or how bad we are or that we don't know what we're talking about, it's podcast at bigbadbs.co.uk. Feel free to get in touch about anything. If you've heard something we said wrong or you want to congratulate us on something we said right or you just want to start a conversation... That's the email address, podcast at bigbadbs.co.uk, and young Ash is going to tell us what's coming up in the show.
2: Yeah, so it's the all new Who Am I, and this week it's Chippy's turn, keeping it a secret as usual. Going to be uh, looking back at uh, Motegi, the uh, Japanese MotoGP, the World Superbikes at Portimao, and we can't forget, obviously, the BSB. Also on tonight's show, we'll be having our usual catch-up on what we've all been up to, talking more silly season, and uh, Chippy's got some confirmed rides for us. Uh, And we have a question this week too. Which rider do you think could have been a front-runner or champion in a better class that was never given the chance? So we're all going to be answering that. Uh, So please stick around if you wanted to hear our answers to the question, and you can even get involved by answering the question yourselves. Please send your answer to us via our email address, podcast at bigbabbs.co.uk. Uh please do remember we've got timestamps. So if you click on the description below, you should be able to fast forward to any particular section you want. If you just like listening to talk to uh, listening to us talk bollocks like Chippy's dad does, and then just turn it off, go for it. <laughs> Who cares? As long as you listen. Just let us know if you like listening to that bit. <laughs> If you want to just hear about yes. the racing, click the timestamp for racing. Yeah, that's it? Yes. Well done, Ash. Well done. Bloody hell, i got a well done for a change. Usually it's still like, you fat shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or was I being ironic? But we don't know. Probably. I learned from a cartoon the other day that ironic just basically, in some circumstances, just means being sarcastic. Well, you're very good at that. I am very good at that.
2: <laughs> so, yeah. Chippy, what have you been up to? Uh,
1: well, as you know, I got the keys to my house on Friday. Uh, you always so start
0: that, uh, your. You always start every week with your catch-up. As, as you know, yes. as you know, well, as you know. Uh, yes, we got the keys.
1: We got the keys to the house. The carpet is in now, and it is proper thick. Like. It, it, I wouldn't say he struggled to close the doors, but like, you can feel resistance. It's so like spongy under your feet. It's very, very nice. Uh,
0: that won't last long. No, it not worry. Yes.
1: He hasn't marked it yet, He's dirty paws. We let him in. little
0: dirty paws.
1: We let him in. We thought he was going to mark the place, but he didn't have a single wee or anything. So quite chuffed with that. Um, and Ash has got <laughs> a lot of work to do in that house because I'm pretty bad at DIY. If I, I just you're can't not, do you know you just can't be bothered. No no, I can't do it.
2: Like the way that I refuse to learn how to spell properly, you refuse to learn how to do DIY. That's literally all it
0: is.
1: Yeah, yeah, true. Maybe.
0: I always think it's funny whenever people talk about DIY and they use the abbreviation DIY. So they say things like, I don't like to do DIY. So basically what you're saying is I don't like to do, do it yourself. <laughs> It should be called D I M. Do it myself. Sometimes Jesus I do Christ, it myself. You're pedantic. <laughs> no, it should be though. So basically, you're saying I'm I'm dim. <laughs> no, you should say to cheppy D I Y. Do it yourself, and Cheppy should say D I F M. Do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Diffem. <him>. B D S M. don't have it.
2: <laughs> you do.
0: <laughs> um sam what about you what have you been up to not very much i'm also moving the house very soon and it's quite a stressful experience but uh yeah it unlike trapping. you chippy, unlike you chippy i've got kids to think about and i know i say this to you quite a lot wait until you have kids but jesus wait until you have kids It stress you out no end so we had a problem with we had a problem with the school so we, uh, I don't like these fucking headphones. So we had a problem with the school where we had to uh, get our kids registered. But we were trying to get them both registered in the same school. And then that was a problem because one school was saying we can only take the eldest one. Another school was saying, well, we can only take the eldest one. So it was like, what do we do, the youngest one? And then we we had to send our applications into fucking uh, the local authorities of that county we are going to be living in and they got it all wrong they said they were in the wrong years we were getting information back well we don't have any room for this year or that year and it's like that's not even the year our kids are in they're not even in that year at school <laughs> so but long story short they have eventually got into the same school which is just round the corner from where we're going to be living but it's been stressing well, us out good. for the past uh-huh, it's been stressing us out for the past week and a half my wife's all stressed about the actual move and stuff as well whereas I'm just like I don't care I'll just go buy a van and chop everything in the back or drive it down there
2: Halfway. by the sounds of it that's all we're doing on Saturday by the sounds
0: of it we haven't even started packing yet a lot of the stuff we bought years ago we bought knowing we were going to have kids so it's all that sort of stage where if it gets a bit broken we don't care and we've moved house a few times hopefully this will be our last move and we'll settle down but we've moved house a few times and we've dismantled things and put stuff back together enough times now that I don't really care what state is that when I rebuild it? You know what
2: like, I mean? Have you still got the cardboard box? I used to remember when I used to come round yours, Helen used to hide the cardboard box with <laughs> shoes in it because you didn't want to get a shoe rack. And she was like, put the, put the cardboard box in the shed outside. And you used to say, I don't fucking care. <laughs> but
0: it the, the, the job. Yeah. <laughs> why, why, why go buy a shoe rack when I can make one out of a cardboard box? <laughs> That was so funny. And whenever we first got our car, we had this like open TV unit, and my wife was like, "Well, I have to buy a new TV unit," you know? and I just boarded it up with cardboard. <laughs> but I needed, I needed that little hole to get my Sky Card in there as well. People used to go ride to the house, and she was like, "Her head in her hands, like we were some sort of like step we really stepdaughter son." <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, Wait, I'm just being resourceful. Because the cat's going to grow up and the cat's going to get over that habit. So, I'm not going to buy it. it's funny though. What have you been up to, Ash?
2: Not a lot really. Like I say, I put, I put on the note. We're such still, an exciting I'm, bunch. I'm <laughs> still waiting for Chippy to pull his finger out so I can get the work that he needs doing. I put that note on earlier, and then obviously I found out from his wife that it's all going down this Saturday. And I'm like, alright, cheers. Could have given me a bit more notice than that, but alright. So yeah, I'm going to be doing a lot of stuff in his house, repairing the stuff his dog's chewed and that. Oh, you Um, don't
1: even know the half of it. (laughs) You've got so much to do.
2: Oh, cheers. (laughs) I've um, really been enjoying uh, a podcast which you recommended, Sam, called Star Calls, which is all about um, two guys. One of them's growing up with Star Wars and one of them has never watched it before and they watch the movies and then they discuss it after and it's the, honestly the best thing I've listened to. I love it.
0: I'm glad you enjoy it because, first of all, you told me that you don't really listen to podcasts, which I find no, strange I don't. Because, because you do a podcast. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But I was I was always like, well just type in things you're interested in and so a podcast comes up. So you always told me you weren't interested, so I find that really strange. But yeah, the... Them guys, I listen to them quite a lot and a different podcast called The Computer Game Show. But that's yeah. and then I found out through listening to them that they did Star Calls, and I've listened to Marvel Calls, we do that as well. And then it just kinda of dawned on me a couple of weeks ago, I was like, hold on a minute, I should tell Ash about Star Calls. And then I was a bit that's worried whether so you would enjoy it or not.
2: I absolutely love it. I'm I've literally got up to the 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 the, watch the uh, Last Jedi, I'm up to that one, so I've mm. been smashing through it. And uh, no, it's it's great. I love listening to it. I love seeing the point of view and stuff.
0: Listen to yeah, Marvel so calls because there's a lot of Marvel be movies, after. and Marvel calls is good because it kind of gives you another way of getting to relive the films without actually sitting down and watching them. I listen to it a yeah. lot when because driving trucks. If you're driving for about four or five hours at a time, just stick a podcast mm. on, and you just there smiling, mm. nodding along, or disagreeing, dis- disagreeing, disagreeing, or yeah. But I enjoy it. No, it's
2: really good. Really loving it. Um, also, I have admitted defeat on mine and Chippy's bet, and yes. I have booked to give blood in November. Chippy has booked the exact same time slot to make sure that I'm
0: doing it, because yep. he doesn't believe me. No, and
2: I'll get photos uh, for the pod. So we will well, be... Can, can, we
0: still, can we still hold it to account that... We Vendorast can, because I can cancel that appointment. appointment. Stole... Yeah, I can cancel, well, the, don't appointment cancel the appointment any time. We
1: can't cancel an appointment. That's taken from charity <laughs> now. Can.
0: Yeah, you can't cancel the appointment. You're you're locked that night. There's a button well, Ivana there, Karrasca, that says cancel. Ivana <laughs> Karaska scores a point. And you still have to do your bike. CBT yes, yeah, I
1: do, I do. She won't though. She's I've doing even this. worse than I thought she would be this year. Are you
0: bringing that to um, Brands? No, that's an excuse to buy another bottle of whiskey. I've got a bottle of whiskey <laughs> called the Sexton, which I did just buy because it's in a fancy bottle. It's in a little fancy bottle. Have you have actually tried it yet? No, yeah, no, this is a new thing where I'm just going to try whiskey on the broads. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just buy whiskey and drink whiskey. Uh, if you're listening, just Google the Sexton and see the little fancy bottle. Because it's nearly Halloween and it's got a picture of a skeleton on it, so I thought that was uh, very Do you know apt. what he's going to do,
2: Chippy? He's going to open it and pour it and he's going to go, oh, it's not bad, that. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm going to do. I
0: also, can't Does
1: all whiskey taste the same?
0: No. No, it, it doesn't. Does. You can't it tell does. me. No, you can't tell me that Glen Morangi tastes like Lefroig. They don't All taste, taste exactly like the same. No, you've never t- tried whiskey properly. Have you ever tried a peaty whiskey? I don't know. Not like peaty whiskey. No, you, you've never tried it. You've never tried Jura, in my opinion. Jura is really, really smooth. Or you get some caramelly ones. Or you get like Talisker or Lefroig, which are really peaty. completely different.
1: I've had Laphroaig because we've had that. Yeah. I'm I mean, sure we had that <laughs> together.
2: Yeah. Me and you, me and you, actually, Chippy, when we were in Cyprus in the Irish bar, we had a, a Bushmills each. Did we? Yeah, well, you probably. And think I think I've drunk realized.
1: more whiskey than I've realised.
2: And I've introduced you,
0: Ash, to Macallan's. Was that it? That's... Yes, Macallan is very, very nice. I do like that. Yeah. And I, I keep telling you, you drink Bunna Harbins but you never try it. I know.
1: And we do live in malt whiskey country.
0: If, if I left two years where? If I left two years left, I would be... I, every weekend would be a pilgrimage. I, every weekend. He, he, he'd, be one of these, he'd
2: be one of these guys walking around. They'll give him about three teeth like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. My favourite author, he's passed away, but Ian Banks, or Ian M. Banks, where he does his sci-fi stuff, he wrote a book. He was commissioned to write a book, and he just went up around that area. Just read a book about whiskey whilst travelling around drinking whiskey, and that is one of my ambitions in life: is to travel up the north of we- or the north of Scotland, where you live, with that Ian ben- M. that Ian Banks book called Raw Spirit, just trying different whiskies and reading that book on a motorbike. Oh, that is my dream, that right there, my dream. Anyway, I'm going to try this. Does he go to Glen Murray? He goes to all of them. Oh. Well, not all of well, them. I'm sure there's a lot. What's what's your whiskey like? It's really smooth. It's not too harsh in the back of the throat. It's kind of sweet. I think it's a uh, breeding really like a sherry cask or something. Sherry casks usually the nice. I like sherry cask.
2: I like pork cask especially. Pork
0: yeah, it's got a nice little nice. nice. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. I enjoy that. Because <laughs> it's chippy, just like because he's not
1: it. talking about whiskey. It all tastes exactly the same. I maintain that.
0: It doesn't. It does. Anyway. Right. Should we smash on with the motorbikes? Because that's why people are listening to this podcast. Well, Les Chapby wants to give us some because he wasn't here last week. Uh, yes. He wants to tell us what he thought of the show. Yeah, so I've.
1: Uh, hang on, let me just find out, I'll right, a bit further down. Um, so my notes were uh, Ash said last week about having 14,000 uh, views on his Blackbird review, which I was then thinking that is the same as like a championship football game the crowd in there so if somebody like Blackburn Rovers or QPR the crowd in that stadium is like the same amount of people that have watched that video which I thought yeah, was quite impressive it,
0: but it's them walking in watching it for 30 seconds and turning them back <laughs> out again <laughs> don't matter Yeah, they
1: haven't stayed there <laughs> for the matter. whole match
2: and it's actually since that podcast it's gone up to 15,000
0: now
1: uh, It's getting to thousand like years in
0: a week yeah so I've got a question to ask where's your next video
2: no, I, I keep forgetting. I'm You've recorded sorry. it though, haven't you?
0: Yeah, I've got loads of footage. No, I've got to, I've no, got to secretly, sit through it all. Secretly, every day he's going back out, right, re his steps with his GoPro <laughs> to remake. It. I'm having to. I'm having to it sit look, through it edit officers. pictures
2: I've of got, his dad. Honestly, on the I've, <laughs> I've got about four hours worth of footage, riding footage. So I need to sift through it. Footage. Yes, not me. With me, dad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you said that. I was thinking something else. You just put all well, that no, pressure at my you head. You just said.
2: I just said. Trying to Photoshop your dad in it, like. What relevance to that?
0: Re- dad? <laughs> right. That just took a dark, sinister turn. Well, yeah. It's not like I'm riding me dad, is it? <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Dad, right, right. this. this week, it's yeah. your turn to do the Who Am I. Uh, yes. What about, uh, do I not need to speak about my one, last week's? Well, uh, well, well, basically what I meant to say is, we're going to do Who Am I, right. So, I was going to segue into that, I wasn't, I forgot. But let's segue into that. <laughs> that was, <laughs> I know you what, have, you yeah. Did, <laughs> you did Who Am I last week, we've only had one. Bollocks to, bollocks to Ash, bollocks to Ash. Yeah. Right.
2: Um, so yeah, we, the we Who Am I last us. week. Um, the clues were, it was born on the 25th of March, 1899 in New Zealand set the land speed record of 178.95 mph on a motorcycle under 1,000cc. And in 2005, they made a film about this rider and his journey to fame and was played by Anthony Hopkins. Now, Chippy, yes. you haven't got a clue... Not a clue. You didn't have a Scooby. Uh, Sam, you got it. Who was it? Uh, Bert Monroe. Yeah, and the film was uh, The Fastest Indian, which is a really, really good movie.
0: I have seen that movie about 15 times.
2: It's great. I have as well. It's so
0: good. As you can imagine, it's very popular. Chippy, you should watch it. All Mm. the hostels in New Zealand all have a copy in the lobby.
1: I'll put it on my list. Being
0: a a Kiwi. Definitely definitely put it on your list. It's
2: worth it. And Selva Dream Racer, whatever it's called. You're Who Am I. It's a secret. Come on.
1: It's a secret. So, the first clue... I was born in Chester in 1978. I've run a BSB team as well as competed in BSB as a rider. And the third and final clue is I'm a lap record holder at the Isle of Man TT. Mm. Mm. It's quite tough this week. I wouldn't have got it from them clues.
0: Nineteen seventy eight, you say? Yes. Right. So that's. uh... What was the last? What was
1: the last? Twiddling your new moustache. I am a lap record holder at the Isle of Man TT. Nineteen seventy eight. No.
0: Whenever you say that, I am a lap. Are you? Are you saying that he is a current lap record holder? Or he has been uh, a lap record holder. <laughs> believe because I, because the... I am suggest he still is. Not that I was. And you know I how believe... pedantic I am, Chappy. I would like the right information. <clears throat>
1: current lap record holder. They are
0: current lap record holder. Chester. Chester. I, I know who it is. But what sort of accent right do we have in Chester? <coughs> not, I'm like just, Mank? I'm, I'm trying to think of how Chester. old he is, though. From what Chester. My name's Gary and I like kick from Chester.
2: <laughs> the guy I'm know. thinking of, I think he might actually be too young. Well, don't say anything, because you gave
0: it away a couple of no, weeks no, ago. Well,
3: no. do
2: you, if
1: if you think away. you've got it, just message me privately, and because uh, that is the official rule now, not just the... So, say the
2: second clue again
1: do you want me to go through them all again?
2: yeah go through them all again
1: so the first one is I was born in Chester in 1978 I have run a BSB team as well as competed in BSB as a rider I am a lap record holder at the Isle of Man TT no it's not what I was thinking of
0: then. as a lap anyway, record I'm going to have to crack on with this show and think about that one yes. uh, straight up I hadn't got a clue But I can't think about it Whenever will never use a Gabon at some stage I'll try and yes. think about it uh, if you would like to contact us with the answer to the who am I you can send us an email at podcast at uk. Uh, don't worry if you have to google it that's fine we'll read your name out in the show we'll read your answer out in the show and any other comments you want to give with it. Just get involved. Uh, so after that, we're going to move on with any news that we've got for this week, Chevy.
1: Well, unfortunately, we haven't got any news. Uh, right,
0: let's move on. No. Well, right.
1: We've made that joke <laughs> before. Um, but there are a couple of bits which I was um, just going to cover. So things that I've heard over the weekend. Peko Pecco earlier in the season, had a 62-point lead in the MotoGP, and it's now down to three. So Ooh. Jorge Martín has done a Peko Bagnaia. Which I... Th- Considering how far he was behind last year, and he caught up to win the championship, he's now gone completely the other way. I just thought that was worth noting, because uh, I thought it was quite impressive. And finally, yeah. found out Richard, uh, Richard Cooper. He's won every single race in the F900 Cup this year. And he's topped every practice session as well.
0: Yes, well... Which I thought, that was also quite He's impressive. not exactly, Well, He's got a little bit of competition in the F900, but he has completely, and a league of his own for the F900. Yes. Mm. yes. It's a, it's almost a mockery that he's on
2: it. Yes. I mean, you even said when we first started doing this podcast, when we, we heard about
0: this chippy, you were like, oh, he's just going to piss it. Yeah. And, and he, he has like, like <laughs> The only reason we... Well, not not the only reason. Obviously, it's his money. He can pay to be in whatever championship he wants to be. He maybe likes the F900 Cup because he can dip his toe into super sport or super stock or whatever, but not be at the full-time commitments. Maybe he Mm. likes spending more time with his family or whatever. But the only reason we thought maybe the BSB paddock would push for it was to give the, the competition, the championship, a little bit of legitimacy. Mm. But yeah, it's, it does Kane kind of just make the whole come of, make the whole championship look a bit.
1: Yes. Uh,
2: well, yeah. well, at least he's going to get a trophy. Yeah. That's yes. true. I mean, he is. Fair he's enough. only
1: thirty <laughs> points ahead in the championship. He could. I mean, it'd take a miracle, but I don't think it's officially won yet. No. no. But it's pretty much guaranteed. It's Hopefully he doesn't do it next year. I don't want him to do it again next year. He's made his point now. Move on to something else. Do Supersport next year. Uh, anyway, moving on to the confirmed rides for this week. Axel Bassani uh, is going to replace Johnny Ray at Kawasaki in World Supers.
2: Mm,
0: that surprised me, to be honest.
1: It did surprise me as well, but I think it is a good move for both of them.
0: He yeah, think he's a really yeah, good it was, rider. It was kind of surprising, but one of the things that surprised me most was why none of us thought of it. Because it was... Yeah. Like, he wasn't... He didn't get his factory move to Ducati. Mm. So, and he wants a factory ride. He wants... He, he probably wants to be the man within a team. Even though Alex Lowe's made or something to say about that, he's going to want to be the number one on that team now. Yes. But I think them two will be... Uh, Good match for each other. Axel mm. Bassani and. Axel Bassani? Yeah. Axel Bassani and Alex Lowe's. Alex and Axel. The Axe. The, oh, Ax- yeah. the Alexes... <laughs> Double A. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, but that'll be, I think that would be a good. Uh, I think that will be good between mm. them to see who comes up as top Gikari. Mm. But I you have, you say. look at. You, or, yeah, Kawasaki, <laughs> yeah. yeah of course but you look at uh, you look at the Kawasaki minute and if you take Johnny Ray off it, I know he doesn't have a great weekend but if you take Johnny Ray off the Kawasaki it's a bit like if you take rack away from the Yamaha apart from the fact you're putting Johnny Ray onto it that makes a difference but if you take Johnny Ray away mm. from the Kawasaki where is it?
1: yeah
0: is Axel Basani going to fell those bits or Big not boots straight
1: to away fill. I don't think big boots to fill massive boots to fill I think it's
0: I don't know I think it might be a year or two a yeah. long time yeah. before we see Kawasaki back there again there were even rumours well, they were even hinting at Kawasaki's thinking of leaving it completely oh, I hope
1: not yeah <clears throat> uh, the next one Ayumu Sasaki to ride for the VR46 Yamaha Master Camp team in Moto2 next year. Yeah, oh, I'm
0: not really surprised, good for him to have Sasaki a Sasaki moving up.
1: Yeah, Sasaki moving up.
0: He might be moving up as a champion. Could be. I want Masir to win it, though. Sasaki may be one of them champions that wins a championship without ever winning a race. Yes. More well, like a Yohan Mir. Mm.
2: He does come out of
1: nowhere. Yeah, alright, well. He almost, no, hang on. Yeah. You're
0: almost
1: done. Uh, and the final one, Danny Kent confirmed at Martre Yamaha for twenty twenty four, replacing Jack Kennedy.
0: Right. Do you think do you think he'll do much there? I think he will. I think
1: he's, I don't think he'll do much more than Jack Kennedy did though.
0: So what's going to happen with the team that he's on at the minute?
1: I think they've that gone was bust. His team... Are they? Well, I think it's his sponsor's team, really. But yeah, I think they've gone bust. and Yeah. They got Which is a shame. But yeah, yeah that's well, the confirmed rides. I don't know if I've missed anybody. Apologies if I have. Uh, and we'll then probably. there's just a little little bit of silly season. Uh, I heard this at the weekend, and I really hope it's true. Shaky Burn wants to run a BSB team with Yamaha. Um, and I was thinking, Brad Ray has to be the obvious choice for one of the rides, as he was the uh, World uh, sorry BSB champion on a Yamaha. He's supposedly unsettled where he is now, and Shaky Byrne is his manager and mentor. Well, so
2: he's what, not doing a lot in World Supers, is he?
1: Not yet. I mean, it is his first season, but yeah, I don't think he's. I he can't. Needs,
2: I he, can't uh...
1: I'd like him to stay in world,
0: in, world, in world Supers.
1: I'd like him to stay in World Supers, but at a better team.
0: I'd like him to stay in World superbikes. Bikes. There's something that's just my opinion, so it's a throwaway comment if you can listen to it or take it or not. But I always think when a rider goes into World superbikes or a world stage and does one year, and for some reason it doesn't work, maybe the bike doesn't work. Or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they just come back to the world championship and start winning again. I'm just like, Well What just stand yeah. up to the challenge. Just stand up to the challenge a bit Like Brad Ray's young. He's got plenty of time to come back to Brett like even if he does three or four years in World Superbikes and it doesn't work. If he comes back to British superbikes, he'll still get a ride. Josh Brook's still got a ride. Yes. You know what I mean? He'll still be given a bike, he's still got a ride, and he'll still be young enough and talented enough to win the British Superbike. So it just doesn't, it just rubs me up the wrong way whenever the, a, a rider, I'm not saying Brad Ray will do this, but whenever a rider goes and does it once, and then just comes back and does it again. Yeah. Like, it kind of no, annoyed I'm me with a
3: little
0: you on bit. That. It kind of annoyed me a little bit that, uh, what's his name? Sh- Shaky Stevens. <laughs> Shaky Burns. Shaky Burns. Every <laughs> time I say his name, away, I want to think of Shaky Stevens, that singer. No, Shaky Burns, like are he won the British Superbikes five times. He like, six oh, from... he won six times. And he's like, oh, he won the British Superbikes more times than anybody else. Oh, he's amazing. And I was like, well, that's just because he wasn't good enough to do World Superbikes. Because if he was good enough to do World Superbikes, he would have stayed in World Superbikes. And then he would not have won British Superbikes six times.
1: Yeah.
0: Or like, Keenan Safwagaloo, who won the World Super Sport like, year after year. And it's like, well, why does he not move on to something else? He just keeps coming mm. back and winning the same championship. You know, it kind of comes back to that whole Richard Cooper in the F900 Cup. He's just too good for it. Well, move up then. Yes. So and that's where I kind of come with that whole... No, I'm not going to go at Shaky Burns. Obviously, he's a phenomenal rider. If he wants to stay on British Superbikes, British Superbikes has, in many ways, a peak. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? But I just think for Brad Ray to do one year... World Superbikes. Yes, it doesn't work right. It maybe wasn't a good bike to just turn around and come back because he's had a good offer in British Superbikes. To me, it just looks like you're coming back with your tail between your legs a little bit. Like at least stand mm. up to the challenge. Give it a few years and then, <coughs> like I say, yeah. that's just my opinion.
1: I mean, he would be mm. going back into a good team, but I know what you mean. I'd rather him stay in World Supers and try and challenge. Yeah. Give to, it another year at
0: least. Yeah, yeah.
1: at least try and have, battle towards the do, top ten
0: if you do two or three years and it's not working out and you can look back and say well I was never given the bike, I was never really given the opportunity, fine. Come back, hmm. win British Superbikes again, prove that you are still a decent rider and it was because you didn't get the bike. But just to come back after one year, I just think it's a bit defeatist maybe is the word I'm looking for. Yes. Yep, but obviously. then World Superbikes, World Superbikes hasn't exactly the championship chip where we need British talent to stay in there to we have the British flag, there's a lot of British Raiders in there, there always has been yeah. true
1: true uh, the other one which I've written down um, who are we thinking for, to replace Axel Passani at Ducati, I was thinking to Gian Antonio because he hasn't got anywhere confirmed yet has he
0: uh, is he actually could, leaving could
1: though He's got to be any surely. Well if he does, if Marquez doesn't take that Grassini ride, who are they going to get in?
0: Exactly. If Marquez doesn't take the Grassini ride, they'll maybe have to stick with D J yeah. Antonio. Because if they're if they're at the position where it's like, well, we don't want to give the ride to anybody else. Because if we give it to anybody else, then we can't give it to Marquez, so we have to wait until see if Marquez can take the ride and that might go on and that might go on and on and on and while that's happening, they'll just have to keep DG Antonio, Mm. unless they've got another rider just lined up, but a rider that they have just lined up you have to imagine is not going to be and the position to walk into the bike and do any, do any justice, they wouldn't do any better than D G. Antonio because anybody that would would already have a ride. Yes. So, G- Cristina Ducati's put themselves in this real sort of catch twenty two. They need to keep D G. Antonio so that Marquez can fill that. But then, where where does D G. Antonio go at last minute if Marquez comes in? Does he just as yeah, exactly. he just going as yeah. he going to be left with no no nowhere to go at all? World superbikes, <laughs> yeah, that's what you mean. But if he, he goes to World Superbikes, what if they're already full? Yeah, that's true.
1: World Super Sport, know, the Ducati there, the Lege yeah. was on.
2: I'll have a year out and find himself. Yeah, or ever.
0: <laughs> Back down to middle Two. There's an option
1: there. Yeah, I've just mm. realised one off silly season that I have missed uh, was Gigi Is it Gigi Dallinger? Is that how you say? It? Uh, he confirmed this week that Marquez has accepted the offer of Grassini. He wants to go to Grassini, but apparently now he's got to break his complicated yeah, Honda so contract. Yeah. So he
0: said that he said in Italian media that the offers there and they're willing to take him and they, they want him and it's all they're ready for him, but it's up to Mark Marquez himself to break. So I think he's basically come in and said that Ducati's not going to pay in any way for him to get out of his contract. Has to be mm-hmm. him. And the, the numbers, the amount that's floating around, something like £20 million pounds or €20 million euros or something to get out of it, which is probably not very much to Mark Marquez. He's worth quite a bit. Yes. And he'll make that back, or at least some of it. But yeah, that's a lot of money. But did you hear what, did you hear, or did you see it now in the social media with his interview at the end of the race about his podium and MotoGP? No, I'm sorry. well, yeah. he was him and Peko Banyai. I don't know who else was there, but this is the only two I seen. But they were asking Mark Marquez about how he felt about getting a podium, and he said it was a very romantic podium. It was a nice, it was a nice way, you know, because he got the podium in Japan. Mm. And he says it was a nice romantic mm. podium. And then Peko Banyai just goes, "Bye bye, Honda." <laughs> 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 and, 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 and Marquez looking at him like, no, what are you talking about? Like, he's <laughs> just stirring the pot. Because it's, ro- it's a romantic way to say goodbye to Honda. They got him a podium in Japan and now he's going to leave. But I'm still not sure if he has going to jump or not. No, well, I keep I hope changing
2: my I hope if he does, then he makes me eat my words.
1: Yeah, I hope he does as well.
2: I hope he does. Because um, it was great to see him on the podium again.
1: Are you going to admit that you like him yet?
2: I've got this. I've got this weird warming feeling towards him. <laughs> it's like he's a phoenix that's risen out of the ashes, and he's he's coming back. Yeah. And it's kind of like he's, in a way. I I always thought he was a bit of a knobhead, but now he's obviously he's been injured. He's had a real tough time. He's come back. And he's coming back strong. Mm. To get a podium on that freaking Honda is is somewhat special, really, considering how crap it is.
1: Yes. So yeah, maybe, it, if, it maybe if
2: was maybe if he goes to yeah, but yeah, but there's there's been races recently where it hasn't been raining, and
0: he's got a podium. Okay, and there because that was because yeah, nobody had raced that track matter. before.
2: Yes, and that just goes to show how much skill he's got on that Honda to get on the podium.
0: Mm-hmm. Like what I said. Like, As a like, rider. Just steal them, What I said. But.
2: <laughs> well. Suck my dick. Um, yeah. So. Um, I hope if he does go to Ducati, he, he does make
0: me eat my words. I, and I hope he actually smashes it. I think you're just saying that. So whenever he does come back and smile with Ducati, You can be like. See. I always said he was good. <laughs> no.
2: Because. Because I've never. I've never not said he's not good. I'm just saying I don't think he will. I don't think he will. He will, he will do as well at Ducati as you two think he will.
0: But Carl i hope really he does. Carl Crutchlow came out and said that if, uh, if Mar- Marquez gets on at the Ducati, then the rest of the field might as well not turn up. That was his words. And yeah, he's he red with them. didn't have a weekend, did he? Didn't have a bad weekend. Shite.
2: Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you expect them
0: to do? better
1: than that. He's comparing him to Danny Pedrosa, because he was a test rider that <laughs> Wildcar did.
0: Better than that. And the sprint race, or the, I, I'm not sure if it was the sprint race or the feature race, but one of the races, the two Yamaha riders finished 15th, no, finished No, finished 16th, 15th and 16th, that's where they finished. I think Quattararo maybe finished 15th, Morbidelli finished 16th, and Kyle though finished 18th. So where do you, what do you expect him to do? Do you expect him to be like 10, 10 paces, 10 places in front of the two Yamaha riders on a bike? That's exactly I would have
2: liked to have thought it'd be in front of the two the other two Yamaha riders. Why would he be? He's a
0: test rider. Why would he be? And he's testing exactly. parts. he's got more knowledge on it. No, but he's testing <laughs> parts that they don't know if they work or not. That's why they're putting them in there to see how well they work. I think you're saying that just shows you your ignorance and lack of understanding. <laughs> I just I just know how much you like Carl Crutchlow. <laughs> yeah, I do like Carl Crutchlow, but you have to understand you have to understand what he's what he's up against on the Yamaha. And you can't you can't compare yeah, so him but to but it, it, no it is a it is a shape bike. And you I'm can't compare him down. to Donny Petruzza. Donny Petruso is like we've we've already said ourselves, he's one of, if not the best rider never to win the championship. Mm. But he's still only a test rider. Yeah. Very fucking good
1: test
0: rider, Donnie oh, Uh Jack Moving Miller. on. <laughs> on. We've called
1: Jack Miller a test rider again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've had, for the first time, some confirmed championships as well. So, starting with World Superbikes, Niccolo Belega is a World Supersport champion. Oh, if you're shocked, that one. Yes. Uh Jeffrey Baus is uh, World Supersport three hundred champion.
0: Yeah, I didn't really pay a huge amount of attention to that championship, to be honest. I didn't either. Nice. Uh, it was one of them where it was always on in the background. That was the time when I spent time with my kids. Yes. <laughs> I was like punching with <laughs> my kids. Oh, I books. <laughs> yeah.
1: It was one thing I'd put on if there was nothing else on. Uh, Anna Khan won that
0: championship a few years ago, didn't she? She did. She did? She did. Yeah. Uh, can't
2: get a point in Moto
1: Three, don't <laughs> it? <laughs> uh, and Ducati are the World Superbike Manufacturer Champions as well.
2: Yes. Well, that's no shock, there, is it? No. Well, for a long time. Have they won Yama. it. In BS...
1: So i was just going to ask you if they've won it in uh, Moto GP yet.
0: I've got oh, a feeling sure they really have, have, but I can't remember. Really they must have. Who's going to come close to Ducati? <laughs> Apart from another Ducati. Nobody's going to come close to Ducati in the MotoGP. Nobody. Mm. KTM maybe. No, unless Danny Pedrosa rides better. They've more. got
2: be, They've got to be second, surely.
0: Sure. Well, they have to be. Who else is going to be there? Yamaha or Honda? Exactly. Oh, Johann Mir, five points. <laughs> he's had a fucking? He's had a couple of good weeks as well, Johann Mir. Like guy said last week in India that it was a leveller because none of them had read that track before it came down to raw talent and it was no surprise that it was the championship winners who were at the front quateraro was at the front Joanne mayor was up at the sharp end alex, or alex mark marquez was up there
1: here's a question for you then the constructors in moto gp at the minute, it's five constructors yep. uh, who are you putting where obviously ducati's first yeah, that goes without saying what about second to fifth
0: uh, so the five constru- seconds probably I would say Aprilia Ooh, I'm going to say KTM
1: it is just KTM
0: Ooh.
1: only 32 points in it
0: and then Aprilia's third
1: then Aprilia and it's between uh, Yamaha and, then and Honda say, for, then I would
0: say Yamaha it's got to be
2: fourth
1: it's Honda Four.
2: Oh my god, yeah. really?
1: 142 points, Yamaha has 131
2: Well there, oh. that, that's all Nakagami that.
1: <laughs> Nah, it's all Marquez with his podiums that <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's surprising how many points you get for a podium
1: mm. Actually it's probably Alex Rins that win in uh, Texas Yeah,
0: that helps it's got it for him not being able to come back yeah, yeah it's and the I do like Alex Rins. And MotoGP now has a gap of one week, and then it's a triple header, three weeks in a row. Then they've got another gap, and then it's oh, another yes. three weeks in a row. Yes,
1: it's good for us.
0: Should we just go on to some of the race? we're already talking about MotoGP, so we we'll just keep on talking about. Yeah, that. Well, I was
1: just going to very quickly just go over the BSB champions. So Benko is British Super Sport champion. He said he wants to stay and defend the title next year. Yeah. Uh, Evan Belford has won the British Talent Cup and he's promoted to the Red Bull Rookies for next year. Well, and Cameron Fraser, yeah, that is a good. One to look out for. And uh, Cameron Fraser is the GP2 champion.
2: They yes. said on the BSB, they said that um, if um, what what's his name, the guy that you don't like, oh yeah, Tom Booth he was he was over in um, World Supers, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. And they said if he turns up in the afternoon for the race, then he could still be given the chance to win the championship. Yes. And he didn't turn up.
1: <laughs> wow, well, it's well, a long way to go from
2: Portugal. I know, but obviously, <laughs> can you imagine that? I'd just be like, I'll just jump on a quick flight, go and this bike, the thing. Go That's back. the bike. That's the thing
0: that annoys me about Tom Booth-Amos doing both championships. And I know I've said it before, that he's had a lot of mechanical issues. And, Chep, you said that everybody has mechanical issues. I get that. That's fine. But Tom Booth-Amos... Has, I think that's his second round, maybe his third even, but it's definitely his second BSB round that he's missed because he's been at World Superbikes. Mm. So not only is he missing rounds, he's had mechanicals, right? Mechanicals yeah. happen, I understand that. But what annoys me the most is he was at World Superbikes, well, World Super Sport, that's or last weekend, and he mm. went out in the first lap and his bike blew up. Didn't even get a whole lap. Didn't, but, yeah. He barely even got off the start and finish and his bike blew up. I just thought, that's a complete waste. Just... Wasting mm, yeah. your time, and it, it, he's he's had a lot of mechanicals in British Super Sport, and now he's having mechanicals in World Super Sport, and it just makes me wonder if him, as well as the team, have just stretched too much. They just tried mm. to take on too much.
1: If you were in his shoes, would you rather stay for the BSB and try and win the British Super Sport Championship, or go out and finish sort of sixth, seventh, eighth? At, uh, World, two, uh, World Supersport
0: he's not even I would,
1: getting there is he
0: if, no if I was in his shoes I would straight up win the British Supersport because I honestly think this year if he would have just concentrated on the British Supersport I think he would have won it Yeah, he was I second well. in the yeah. he was second in the championship and he missed rounds and he did have some mechanicals and uh, you know everybody like Reece Urban's had mechanicals Reece Urban's been taken out by Richard Cooper they uh, all have problems of course they do But it's just the fact that he then misses rounds on top of that. So I think Mm. if he would have, I think if it had been there, and it's not only that he would have won races, he'd then put more pressure on. On I was going to say Sam Curry again, Ben Curry. So, (laughs) uh, yeah. So I think if he had stayed just in British Superbikes, he would have won that championship. So I think realistically, it's better. Like that would have been—he he, doesn't have a good year in British or World Super Sport anyway. So this year he could have just won British Super Sport, and then he could have tackled World Super Sport next year, and the team mm. with him could have tackled it. And I'm not sure whose decision it was. Was it a mutual decision? Was it the team's decision? Was he pushing for it? Who was pushing for this idea that they do both?
1: Yeah, not sure.
0: Like realistically, if you've got a team that are. Absolutely singing, all singing, all dancing and they say, right, do the British superbikes to keep yourself on the bike but when it comes to world super work British super sport, but when it comes to world super sport, that's your bread and butter and we're gonna win the championship. But they're mm. not. You know, why would you sacrifice the British championship just to dip your two anti world championships? You know it's
1: Yes. No, I agree.
0: So I think I think looking back it was a mistake taking on both and saying that, maybe he maybe having the team are thinking we don't care if we won either, it's more about the experience, it's about learning mm. from it, it's about gathering knowledge, and then next year or the year following that, they'll be a hell of a lot better. Who knows? I'm I'm not on the bike, I'm not building the bike, I'm not running the team, but I just feel a bit off bit more than they could chew. Yes. Oh, say we're doing like a Sally seasons and confirmed rides and championships and stuff. I've heard a little rumor. I read a little rumor in social media that they might be dropping Cadwell and British Superbikes next year. Because, no. That because it, because there's they think well some people are suggesting that maybe because the superbikes are just getting too fast for Cadwell now, and then other people are saying that they've heard you're going to drop Silverstone. I thought if they were going to drop any, it'd be knock ill. I know, but if they don't go there, they're not going to Scotland. You know what I mean? That's that's um, That's British Superbikes taking it to Scotland outside of England. But the rumour I've heard was that they're going to have the first round of British Superbikes is going to be in Horeth, which makes sense because they test there. They do their testing there, and then a week later they can race there.
1: I'm gonna do some research. Bear with me.
0: They used to go to Arsen.
1: Nice thing.
0: And we've talked about this before. We've talked about this in this podcast a few times about whether British super should do a round outside of Britain. Whether they should go to Arsen. Whether they should go to Spain. Whether they should go to France.
1: Nah. Keep it
0: British. Yeah, but the tracks aren't big enough. Knock hell's a car park. It's ridiculous. 47 seconds. Nuts Corner is as big as that. Nuts Corner in Northern Ireland is just as big as that. And I cannot imagine the world or the British Superbikes going to Nuts Corner. It's pathetic. It's just it's ridiculous. <laughs> now, I don't mind them going there, but if it's week in, week out, just going to little tracks that are getting too small for the bikes because the bikes are getting faster, that's why they want to go to these big international tracks. If they go to Aston... It just it's a, an opportunity to get the most out of the bikes or if they go to Hereth or if they go to Magna Cora a year. I loved this week, Donington Park. Donington Park's class. But anyway, the reason I think the reason I think Spain's come up is because they already do testing there. They go there at the start of the season. They go there at the start of the season to do their test. So it makes sense to have a race there as well. But What does rub me up the wrong way is the first race of the season for the British Superbikes shouldn't be in Spain. Like, if it's it's the opening round of British Superbikes, it should be in Britain. Anyway, that's a rumour I heard on one of the BSB Facebook pages. The one where you like winding people up, Mm. Which is Which is all
1: of
0: them. Which is all of them. At the weekend, just go... That this, this weekend yeah, it's just, on just on like Any BSB Facebook page, all you had to do was write Tommy Bradwell. That's all you had to write, and you just get a stream. Or just write. <laughs> oh, somebody, somebody opened up the gate for the C bomb for the first time because I was <laughs> like, he's no, I'm not the, I'm not the biggest fan of Tommy Bradwell. I never was. I don't dislike the guy that much, but I was never his biggest fan because he's racing against Glen Irvine, who I like. But I was really cross this weekend and uh, I was like, I can't write what I want to write because A, I'm emotional and it's just there's no point. And then I was looking through the post and somebody had dropped a bomb, so I just I just liked it. I was like I'm not going to do it but somebody else did because I wouldn't put that on Facebook like that. Somebody was on <laughs> Facebook saying, oh Glenn Irwin obviously can't ride a bike, he doesn't even finish a race and I was like, yeah because, because it's his fault Tommy Bridewell read into him that's, that's his fault. That's why he just can't ride a bike. But Right, shall we start talking about the actual races that happened over the weekend?
2: Yes, let's, let's we? do that. The MotoGP, will it? Yes, the MotoGP.
1: This is the sprint race wasn't very
2: this good, was it? That is definitely the shit show, This uh,
0: Yeah, the sprint race <laughs> wasn't very good. It was... Uh, it was kind of like, just take off and let them go and follow each other around a track. and Which I don't mind watching, to be honest, I can watch that for 10, ten laps.
2: Yeah, it's, it's not very long, is it?
0: But compared to the feature race, which was, like, obviously it was the first flag-to-flag flag we've had since 2021. It's the first time that's happened, so that was an absolutely incredible race and it any was. other weekend i think that would have been the talking point of the weekend well especially from our point of view obviously if you just watch MotoGP, it was a massive talking point but from our point of view if you watch everything that was you know just paled in comparison to what happened later on but yeah it was a good race good flag to flag race uh, i like them races as well it's exciting whenever you know they have to come in like yeah
1: it so is good. but i'd drive i'd still rather see a dry race
2: no, I and like, it. The, I like it when they Martin.
0: have to change bikes, it's good. See a dry race and just see Jorge Martin take off into the distance, even though that's what he'd done in the rain as well. I think he won it by like seven seconds or something, even when he was in the rain. The thing
1: is, because we had rain at uh, Donington this weekend, and I think it really spoiled the races, the wet races.
0: Well, we had a question about this if, like ages ago on the podcast about whether the rain... And yes, we're all like, "Oh, I'm on the fence. I don't know." And I was the only one that came out and said, "No, it's bullshit. I don't like the rain." Well, now you're changing your
2: mind. I've got to no. I like I like a dry race, but I do like it when they have to change bikes. It's fun. It's good to watch.
0: I prefer a MotoGP because, well, I don't like it whenever it starts to rain and they stop the race and it's a red flag. I like it whenever you know there's a chance of rain. If it rains, we're not red flagging it. It's going to be a flag to flag. You have to come in and change your bike.
3: Hmm.
0: But I have been made aware through reading articles and other media. I have been made aware of a little problem that arises with this flag to flag race. So you're in a bike with dry settings. Yeah. slack so on. Your bike's set up for a dry race. It might rain, but you're hoping it doesn't rain. So your bike's set up for a dry race. Everything's set up for a dry race. Everything. That also includes your equipment. So your helmet as well. Yeah. So your helmet's set up for a dry race. Because mm-hmm. the helmets are used for wet weather racing. is different from the helmets used for dry weather racing. But whenever it comes to a flag-to-flag and they have to change bikes. They come in, they change bikes, but nobody changes the helmet. No. And that's why none of them could see. <laughs> that's why they're all putting their hands up and saying, I can't see. Because their their bike was their, their visor was steaming up so bad because it was the wrong helmet. They had the wrong helmets on. They all had dry weather helmets on. They didn't have their rain helmets on.
2: Yeah, because it would have been letting loads of moisture into the vents on the tops and the sides and stuff.
0: Yeah. So that's obviously a safety concern with flag to flag. And it, it annoyed, is, me as, concern, yeah. and, and annoyed me as well. Again, I don't want a race to go on. I don't want a race to happen until such point that somebody falls off and gets injured. I don't want that to happen. But you get the lap times that Jorge Martín was doing and Bender was doing and banyaya was doing. Hold on, that's a sprint race I'm on. Uh, Martin... Uh, ben, Brad Bender came off, actually. So you get Jorge Martín you get the lap times he was doing I know they weren't really fast but they, it wasn't exactly slow he wasn't taking it as easy as what they used to do years ago in the rain from a spectator's point of view I was looking at it and I thought well these guys are riding around here fine in the rain yeah I didn't really get why they
2: red flagged it so quick I think it was mainly because they couldn't see like you because say, they had the own helmets just, on yeah it was just there was that much <laughs> spray just couldn't see, and there was a hell of a lot of surface water. Hell of yeah, a lot. So apparently, Mateji is really bad for the spray. It looked awful. It literally just you could see the people that were like sort of in four, fifth, and six,
0: and it was just a cloud. They were coming through the mist. It's weird with the rain because you hear the commentators say the the guys that have actually been out riding. So you don't want to be the first guy because the first guy doesn't know where the grip is. He doesn't know where the grip level is. He doesn't know where to no. break. He doesn't know where to turn. But in saying that, when it's like what it was like in Matege, you want to be the first guy because there's so much spray. You want to be at the front. Yeah. You don't want... like Maybe, maybe second, that push, but the guys that were like in sixth and seventh, they couldn't see a thing. They were in a cloud. <laughs> that was ridiculous. <laughs> I like, <that> was ridiculous. <laughs> like, what I was thinking. The speed these guys are going uh, yeah, I understand why they red flagged it when you look at it that way, but Yeah There's only two people come off in that race, Brad Bander come off. And uh And Zarko was it? And Zarko come off after the red flag. How do you feel uh, about Z- oh yeah he did, how do you feel about Zarko first of all not being allowed to restart the race? And then, ultimately, not being given any points. How do you feel about that? That annoys me, to be honest.
1: If it's after the red flag, he should have got points because the race is concluded. Yeah, then. but do you
0: know why he wasn't allowed to go in the restart? No. Ash? I kind of
1: skipped past this. but
2: No, I was just... No. Good. I just Because I had to catch up on all the bikes, I just used the timestamps, so...
0: I'm giving the thumbs up to my co-hosts for the amount of effort they put in to prepare him for this podcast. So, yes. uh, is it because he had to change tires? No, or something? no. So he he changed tires. Did you see the stage bike? The whole thing was just gone. <laughs> there was he was basically carrying. A, it was like one of them cartoons where he was carrying a set of handlebars bag and that was it. No, so he he went under that tunnel. You know where there's like a tunnel. He went under the tunnel, mm. and he was going around a left-hand turn, which takes you near the start and finish. But it takes you near the 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 pet entrance but he crashed there and then because there was a red flag he was he was in that fight you got five minutes to get your bike back so him and the marshals were getting the bike up and he went down the wrong way to take his bike to the pits now there's a picture of it uh, if you go on to uh, Simon Patterson's Twitter he's put a yes. picture on so he's put one green line saying that's where he should have went and he's put a red line saying that's where he did go and they are identical to each other like they are absolutely adi- like, it's ridiculous and they said he can't restart the reus because he didn't use the proper pathway to get back into the pits
2: well that's, sure, that's pretty yeah, that's pretty shitty
0: then really isn't it and then oh I see and then what happened was they went to restart the Reus, ok but the way he restarted the race, and then that's whenever the, the clerk of the course, the officials were like, look, it's just too wet. We're going to call it, and we're going, to, we're going to give full points. Now, that means they're giving full points at the point of the red flag. But then they said, Zarco doesn't yeah. get any points, even though he was sixth at the time. He doesn't get any points because he didn't make it back to the pits within five minutes. And it's like, but he did, but he didn't use the correct lane to get up pit lane. And you can see it was right beside it. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. But yet and all, in yeah, Silverstone, yeah. Banyai is allowed to ride in the green. And get away with it. Because they don't have any sensors at Silverstone. And because it's Italian. <laughs>
2: well. Yeah, it's, uh, it sounds like they were just trying to... Well, it was one thing after another, just trying not to give them any points, didn't it? <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty ridiculous if it was if he was in this, the right area, but obviously it's the wrong
0: lane, does it really matter that much? Well, clearly it does, but it, it doesn't even, but it doesn't even raise any health and safety concerns. There's like, it's, if anything, the way, yeah. the way Zarko went was safer because it takes him further away from the actual track, which was absolutely soaking. So anybody could have come round the corner and crashed. So it would make sense to go the yeah. safer way. Mm. But the bike wasn't bets. His bike was in bets.
2: Yeah. I remember seeing it. Because yeah, the
0: marshals were pushing the bike behind him, weren't they? Oh, it was ridiculous. It just seemed a little bit. Like, I know there's rules. I know there's rules. And I know the rules are there for a reason. But that just seemed a little bit petty, in my opinion. Like. Mm.
1: Yes, I agree.
2: But the rules are the rules, aren't they? Unless they don't like
0: it and then they just change them well I know you think that rules is rules because God forbid you'd even open a bag <laughs> of crisps at two minutes past nine in the quiet area don't open them yeah, crisps I'm trying to sleep there'll be no sleeping yeah, exactly. done at Brand's Hatch boy there'll be no sleeping at Brand's <laughs> Hatch oh God I'm going to go stay in the hospitality truck we're in a bender <laughs> I'm you? going in a
2: bender boy I'm not <laughs> The last time, please
1: make him do it. The same. last
0: time, I go, I go to a motorbike race. I patch up. I sat down, and it's usually a big creator doom bar, and that's me all day. I just sat there and drink, I'm going to do that. I'm going to go to Brands house, and I just go to sit there and get pissed. I don't mind help out hospitality, but I'll probably be drunk. <laughs> and that's not even. I'm not even exaggerating. I'm going to be drinking all day. I'm watching bikes. I'm going to be drinking alright, we'll, we'll set you up in a nice little area and I'll, I'll go help out and I'll come back to you oh, obviously the Sunday I'm going to be driving back home so I'll be sober but the Saturday you can rest assured, I'm going to be drunk <laughs> I can't <remember. laughs> I'm not going to get pissed the but... thing is Ash,
1: you'll get there and you'll be in the mood then, no, when see Sam no, cracking no, 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 open I, the door. Ash, you, will. you haven't seen me face
0: to face in nearly two years Yeah. are you really going to refuse a beer with your old pal? Two years. I'm not allowed to at the moment. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> right. Do you want to talk a bit more, too? Yeah. Um, very
2: exciting. Chantra and Agora, that was probably going to be a given that they were going to do very well because it's their neck of the woods, isn't it? Well, as Agora's, not really Chantra's, but. Well, no, because yes, just racist. No, it's not. Is he um, <laughs> from the Philippines, Chantro? Is he, is he Thai?
0: Thai? Thai. yeah. Well, it's like, not the how, same neck of the woods, isn't it? I don't know how much time he's spent in the Asia Cup or if he's raced the Asia Cup or not. Hmm. His neck of the woods. That's like saying somebody from England can go over to Spain and just <laughs> want to race at Spain because it's their neck of the woods. Oh, I'm crap with geography. Yeah, That's we know. We're
2: pretty close by. I think everybody looks the same. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, it is only like 4,300 kilometres away. Yes, is only. it really that far so, yeah, away from each other? It's, it's Yeah, it's just next door to it's each other.
2: It's Thailand. They, well, I'm, I'm very Thailand. sorry, Chandra. <laughs> Your geography is terrible.
0: I thought you'd been to Thailand. Have <laughs> you not been to Thailand?
2: No, I've never been to Thailand. My brother's been four times. <laughs> I haven't been. Sorry, Chantra, I thought it was
0: sort of that area, but I was completely wrong. <laughs> thought they were next door neighbours. Yeah, pretty much. Even though, there's, even though there's Cambodia, Laos, Vietnam. All and right, no, whole this, this is what I mean. I'm, I'm, and a, a I'm whole entire ocean in between being. them as well. I think China might be there too. China might be in the way as well. i think the China. <laughs> oh,
2: well, I'm sorry, Chantra.
0: But uh, being a, being Akira. from Thailand, being from Thailand, there is an Asia Cup. It's a bit like the British Superbike. They got an Asia Cup, but I don't know if he's ever raced in the Asia Cup or been part of it. But and I would imagine the fact: is there a Thai? Is there a is there a Thai Grant GP?
1: Uh, I think there was.
0: I don't know if there still is. I'm just thinking that. As an I'm sure they've been to Thailand. Yeah, but if there's not a round at the minute, as an opportunity for fans from Thailand, it's probably the closest place they are going to get. Or do yeah. they go to Malaysia?
1: Chantra won the Asia Talent Cup. Yeah, oh, there you go. There you so go. He, a fact. So he
0: probably has raced at Motegi before. Hmm. I would yeah. imagine.
1: Dennis Onchu won it as well, and Sasaki.
0: Dennis, aren't you on the Asia Talent Cup. Hmm. I he's Turkish. Turkey kind of falls in that weird sort of geographical place. As a, oh, <laughs> it's yes, just in the a, send, send
2: neck of the woods. As it's Europe. <laughs> no, but <they're, laughs> no, but I think Turkey's in, Is
0: Turkey not involved in like the European Union or something, or they're close to it, or they're like associate member or something. No, and they're not. Uh, I
2: don't think they're. Well, I think they want to be in NATO, don't they? But they're not in NATO.
1: Are they not usually, like, in the football? Are they usually in the Euros? Not sure. I can't
0: remember. And are they in the Eurovision Song Contest? <laughs> yeah,
2: but Australia in the Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> <isn't that? laughs> you know what I mean? All <laughs> part of anyway, Europe. Anyway, Moto2.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, we digressed there, didn't we? Yes,
1: yeah, did a bit. Um...
0: It wasn't a really uh, memorable race, was it? It
2: wasn't. But um Jake I think Jake Dixon held his own. He did quite well, I thought. Even if he got Yeah, off. he did
0: all right finishing fourth. Did he qualify at the top? He qualified front, did he not? He did.
1: Yeah, he was the front, he had a good start as well if I remember he right. Did, he
0: yeah. Got did, yeah. Did Lopez not try and quickly. run into him again at the start of the race? Yeah, I think he
2: did, yeah. <laughs> and then he was just
0: like I'm just happy Lopez has to take a little, like, double long lap penalty, which was he got for riding and twoman but
2: yeah
0: I think it's um, safe Well I only
1: saw the first four laps. yeah, because you told me to skip to the.: Well end. the thing
0: was I was I skipped quite a lot. of it. I was watching it, and I was catching up in moto two, and I watched like five or six laps, and then I just skipped about 10 minutes, so I got another like eight or nine laps through, and they were all in exactly the same position. And I was like, well, I'm glad I didn't watch them last ten laps because that looked a bit boring. And then I thought, you know what? I'm just going to skip to the end. I skipped to the end, and they were all in the exact same position. There was no passing, no overtaking, nobody crashed, no nothing happened. I just thought, well, there you go. That's why I can't remember. I forgot that chapter until you just told me there now, and now I remember. Mm. Moto two was a bit of shit, which is fair enough. You get good races, you you get you know mediocre races. Yeah, Chantra
2: won, Gara
0: came second. It was it was one of them races where you thought the Asian riders especially Japanese riders like Agura are going to step up and try and but then again you've got Acosta who did finish third so I think I think he's pretty much got a hand on that championship Mm.
1: yes
2: yeah it was alright it was okay you know like you say towards the end because I was actually watching it and then you were telling me oh just skip to the end I was like wow only got nine laps left. I may as well watch the rest of it. <laughs> like you say, yeah. nobody really, nothing really changed.
0: I, you don't really want to see people come off, but you know, I just skipped to the end, and I was like, "Well, that was very uneventful that race because it's, it's, it was like I was like I took a picture of like lap four and went the last lap, and I was exactly the same him." Odd. Uh, Sam Laws
2: did his usual. Our uh, our go-to guy for the racing.
1: Mm, it's a shame when it when he came off.
2: I'm, I, I'm kind of every Moto2 race now I'm just going into it expecting he's going to come off I know it sounds really bad but yes, he's just on a real crashing spree at the moment isn't
0: he yeah Roll-On World Superbikes so. eh
2: yeah yes.
0: did you know
1: he's watched
2: Motor 3 yes he did yes which was uh, uh I believe Mizea, um he led for the most of it didn't
0: he yeah and he won it by like a second and a half it wasn't but mm. wasn't the uh, Wasn't the runaway landslide one that he got in Andia? but yeah he got it by i a was ex- I was
2: expecting uh I was hoping that Sasaki would win that one actually.
0: Sasaki's not going to won a race, and he but he has won the championship. <laughs>
1: um No I think Masia's got it. I think he'll win it.
2: You think so? Is Dav- is David Alonso still in with a chance? Wow
1: Is he like eighty points yeah. behind I think or something? it's quite far back yeah
0: I don't think it, it's probably not no he's 39 team. points back
1: oh is that yeah. it yeah I thought it was more 80 than that.
0: points no he's 39 what he's got I'm 160 points messiah Mas- has got 199 he's 39 points behind him still him with a shot. he's got 6 rounds yeah for still in with a shot, then still 150 points to re- race for
1: I don't think he's going so to do So it's tight though. at the top. I'd like it if Dippa didn't It's tight at the
0: top. has got 199 points. sasaki has got 193. And Holgado's got 190.
1: Well, before the race started, there was one point between three of them.
0: Now there's nine. Mm. I think has just going through a purple patch. I think he's going to fall off again. Not fall yeah. off as in literally fall off figuratively i think he's going to fall off i think he's going to i think he's just going through a good spell at the minute the way hulgado went through his good spell i think messiah's going through his good spell and i think that i don't think he's going to keep winning the way he is and he's only six points in front of society who is insanely consistent anything else on moto three
1: no, it wasn't really an eventful race, was it? It was just uh, keeping an eye on them, four at the front, until Dennis Onchu threw it away.
0: Oh, that's right, Dennis Onchu. He was being a little dick, wasn't he? We were. It was we
1: about two laps before he fell we off. We were messaging he, each you other. You could see his head was going. Who was yeah. it he was
0: pissing off? Who was he all over the top of? It was Sasaki and Holgado, was it not?
1: Yeah, I think it was i think it was sasaki because it wasn't Cause very sasaki, like him to start waving his sasaki, arms but he was getting annoyed with sasaki
0: him. was right behind messiah and they were racing and mm. then i'm not sure if Holgado was there but dennis onchu was there as well and the three of them and there were still about 12 laps to go or something and the three of them were just following yeah. each other around and it's like right fair enough if you think you can get to the front but he tried to pull a move in sasaki they lost some time. And then it was obvious that Dennis Ongi didn't have the pace, so Sasaki get past him. And it's kind of like, like just, let's just use your head here, get back up, and at the last lap, if you want to do some stupid move to try and win the race, fair enough, but let's just use your head. And he just kept being a little dick and just... Yeah. And he was impeding it. It's like his head had gone he at that impeding point. He was himself as much as he was Sasaki. It's like, just stay behind the faster rider, get up to, like, catch Messiah and then all... Oh, by all means, in the last lap or the penultimate lap, last two laps, you know, figuratively do whatever it takes to get to the... That's the time when you do a stupid dive to try and get first or second whatever. But not when there's 12 yes. laps to go. You just go to ruin everybody's race. And then... Exactly. I don't like to see people fall off. But whenever he fell off and they get back up and he was walking away and I knew he was safe and he wasn't like he was injured, I, I just kind of thought... Mm. You know what, that's probably better because you're just fucking reunion society's race and you're just making the of yourself. Yes. A little bit like yes. Marquez he in two thousand fifteen, so No. Yes.
1: Hopefully he's learned a lesson now.
0: Yeah, hopefully Marquez has wised up. Now he's been humbled. <laughs> oh you mean aren't you? Yes, hopefully he's learned a lesson. No, he's not learned a lesson. <laughs> Are you sure, he did it two weeks. Can we get on to BSB? No, Andi. One uh, was he did it a few weeks ago. He just come. He just came from like nowhere and just ground trasmoed somebody. Oh
1: yes,
0: he got. I
1: can't remember who it was. He got previous. It was, <laughs> was. no, it wasn't awesome, was it?
0: No, it was the one before Andi. What was before Andi? I've
1: got me. We're going buy not
0: now, markets. Onchu.
1: Oh, <laughs> Onchu. San Marino? Was it there? Misano.
0: Was it Masano? Was it San Marino or Masano? It was one of them two. I
1: think it's the same place, isn't it?
2: I love how we always yeah. call it a Gran Turismo now as well.
0: Oh, that's just a thing, isn't it's it? It's always yeah. a Gran Turismo. A Gran Turismo pass, that's just it. I come up with that. That was me.
1: Yeah, Misano.
0: I think it was there. He just. Yeah, just came. F- just absolutely rattled onto somebody yes I can't mind who it
1: was (laughs) (laughs) trying to find the track on Google Maps
0: no it must have been San Marino sorry Masano was a test right Moto3 it's the same track yeah but I was looking at the test results right same track oh okay Uh, no it wasn't Masano unless you get back on Catalonia Moto3 results
1: was it there? could have been there. I'll try to think because it's quite a fast last corner.
0: I don't think it was any further. I don't
1: think it was Catalonia yeah.
0: in the bike. I'm not sure, but you know what I'm talking about.
1: I know the incident you're talking about, I just yeah.
0: just don't have the memory straight up and it's not something I was expecting to talk about so I've not prepared for it. But, yeah. it has got a of previous for doing that. Uh, before we go on to BSB, <laughs> yes. do you want to talk about World Superbikes a little bit? There's not much to say.
1: There wasn't anything to say, was there? Uh, Apart from Bautista could have won the championship if things went right but didn't, so it's carrying on to the last round. But it's inevitable he's gonna win. Yeah.
0: did you hear the commentators yeah. keep trying to they keep trying to bag it up like it's not over yet? Oh it's yeah. because obviously they have to try and get people to watch the, the finale because that's what they contract contracted to do by yes. TNT. And it's like, come on, it's over. But the yeah. top right in the same race Second race, Top Rack right went over the line. You see him punching his bike, broke his visor. Yeah, he, he was body, so annoyed visa. buddy. And I saw a video today. It showed you the last laps of race two and race three. Or, which is effectively the sprint in race two. And they are identical. The, the, the two riders, Top Rack right and the Batista, they're putting their bikes in the exact same place. Top Rack's trying everything they can, getting everything they can out of the bike. And Batista's just sitting behind him, just knows... I'm just gonna come up in the last corner and just go past you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And a top rat knows it as well. Yeah. But
2: it's it's
0: a real But in saying that, the race between them two, like if the race between them two was really really good them two it was some, amazing they've, yeah was. they've got some really good race and they've obviously got a lot of trust in each other when they're going around and it is good to watch i was watching it i love watching motorbikes so i was watching it and i was enjoying it but there was a part of me was thinking this is really good to watch but ultimately it's just completely pointless because even if batista comes second yes. he's still going to go and win the championship next week or not next week mm. the next round it just seems a little bit futile
1: Mm. Yes, I agree. Unless
0: Batista goes out and crashes and injures himself in the first race in the last round. But even then, it's kind of a hollow victory. Top rack's going to be there like, yeah, I won the championship. Because Batista got wrecked. So it all just seems a little bit hollow on that point. But yeah. Winning's winning. (laughs) And uh, there was a bit of a foo-pa with the two Kawasakis, which doesn't normally happen. Was it Johnny Ray? Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Alex Lewis, wasn't it? <laughs> you seen them? Oh, they didn't. No, they're separate they're crashes they're though, were not They didn't take it? each other out, actually. They both just kind of went out in sympathy with each other. But Johnny Ray yeah, got along yeah, that penalty. But they, they
1: didn't touch.
0: What did he get along that penalty for? Then he had to do along that penalty. He must have hit he him. Did. No, he was. Re- he did. He was. I away think he then. was responsible for another crash later on.
1: Ah, okay. I was gonna say they didn't touch. It was just they both just went down on the same bit, the same corner.
2: Who was it in the um, at the weekend? He got a penalty for using an extra engine. There was a, a lot of amount of, they they having a lot of amount of engines every season, don't they? And somebody had yeah. to use another engine, and he got like back of the grid, start from pit lane, all sorts of stuff. I can't remember which rider it was though. Was that yeah. World oh, Superbikes? I don't remember that. Pretty sure somebody got a penalty because they uh, used an extra engine. I'm pretty sure it was World Superbikes.
0: Did you uh, see and the flag-to-flag race in MotoGP that Quattararo and uh, oh, yeah, Carl Crutchlow had a wrong bike change? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Genuine. any other weekend, we'd be raving about MotoGP and how exciting it was with that flag-to-flag race. Because the flag-to-flag race is as exciting. It is, yeah.
2: yeah. Any other
0: weekend, like, we'd be talking about it so much. But we've just got such oh. a fierce rivalry going on in BSB, and it's all I want. To eat. Like any time I go on Facebook, unless I'm looking at a BSB forum or or page, I just don't want to be anything else. Like I'm looking at MotoGP stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Or this World Superbike stuff, and I'm like, yeah, swipe, whatever. Just get away with that. It's like just BSB. I uh, just love. All watching. I want to do is do it. I love watching all the <laughs> Bridewell fanboys or all the Glen Irwin fanboys like, either defend their rider or else ridicule their other rider and some of the stuff they're coming out with and every other post. Oh, no. There's always like some post where somebody's coming out going, oh, let's just put that to bed. And then the next poster it's like somebody's giving the big F off and saying, no, <laughs> I hate this rider and this is why...
1: That's why I just love chucking a spanner in the works just posting a posting a meme just to get everybody revved no, up. No,
0: you're the sort of guy, Chappie. You so incite hate on social media. That's what you do. You <laughs> yeah. incite hate on social media. You are a troll. just stir the part. You are a troll, sir. You are he's, a troll. No, he's a keyboard <laughs> warrior because he wouldn't say any yeah, of this yeah. to anybody's face. You are a troll. <laughs> uh, first and foremost, like, let's, I let's love talk meme. about the British Superbike Racing. Right. Race one. Yes. Obviously um, it was wet. Very, very wet. Very and, wet. Um and quite a, It wasn't a very good quite race. Quite a lot of riders made a bad choice when it came to tires. And most importantly. Did. Glenn Irwin made a bad choice. Tommy Bridewell made a bad choice. <laughs> and at this point in time, that's all we were watching. We were watching Tommy Bridewell and Glenn Irwin, and they were just watching each other to see what they were doing. And it just Opened the doors for all the other riders to go out, the likes of Kyle Ride, Leon Haslam.
2: Yeah,
1: I tell you what though, I'm glad they both got it wrong because if one would have won the race while the other finished at the back, that would have been such a
2: it would have been pretty crap way crap, to get an yeah.
1: advantage in the championship. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad they um, both messed up
2: because they, they were both like right at the back, weren't they? They were back with Dunlop, weren't they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fighting for a place with Dunlop, like, <laughs> um. It was just bizarre to see him all the way back there. It was so weird, because they weren't even on the board. I was obviously watching it on my telly, and they weren't... You know, you got all the riders lined up. I was thinking, where the hell's (laughs) Erwin and freaking (laughs) Bridewell? Where have they gone? Um, Yeah, yeah, it was a very wet race, wasn't it?
1: It was. And then it was... Because, obviously, it goes on fastest laps... For the start of the next race, mm. like where you start, yeah, who gets pulled on that, and then that was a bit controversial as well because it was all to do with tyres because they changed tyres. Bridewell come coming straight he, away, he like came in. He current.
0: came in on the last lap. Was it the last uh, lap, the the lap? to the penultimate lap. He came in close with to this, the end to change his yeah. tyres to try and get a fast lap. Yes, it was
2: the it was the penultimate lap.
0: Yeah. But if you if you set a fast lap on a different set of tyres than what you start it with. It doesn't count. So that's Horizon. why he that's why he yes. started at the back of the grid. Whereas Glen oh, Irwin Glen Irwin changed his tires. But again, I got all this from people on social media. Glenn Irwin changed his tires, but there's a rule says that if you don't complete a lap of the circuit, should it be because there's an accident and you're behind the safety car or there's a red flag or whatever, or you come in to change your tire. Any reason, if you do not complete a lap of the circuit, you will start in the same place that you started at that race, but you'll be deducted to six positions. So Glen Irwin, Glenn it, Irwin yeah. didn't finish an entire lap. He came in before the end of the first lap, changed his tyres, so effectively he didn't complete a lap of the circuit on them tyres. So as soon as he did that, he automatically was going to start in 12th. Because he was starting in sixth, plus he was deducted at six places. I don't know if Glen Irwin knew that, or if it was a complete accident. I personally think it was a complete accident. I think he went out and he thought, these are the wrong... Because he says himself that he wanted wet tyres on, but his team talked him out of it. He said that in a video. Have you seen his video? Uh,
1: no, I'm not seen. it He's put a Tommy esque because
0: that seems to be the new thing. Oh, Say goodness. something stupid, put a video on Twitter the next day. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah so apparently he wanted to put wet tires on but his team had different ideas that's probably because tommy bridewell or whatever i don't know but i think it was just pure freak of accident he went out in the first lap and thought these are not the right tires came in to change the bike and inadvertently set himself in 12th for the second lap uh ryan vickers won that race leon Haslam came second luke mossy got third and that just opened the door because none of them two got any points and that just opened the door for the likes of Leon Haslam and Kyle Ride and players and all to grab some points which they did and then race two happened (laughs) (laughs) and then race two happened Um,
1: I couldn't believe it I was screaming at the TV
0: you were a little bit ahead of me because Chippy and I were yes. messaging each other, and uh, I obviously watched it later on. I completely forgot that you were ahead of me. I completely forgot because I had paused it to go make a cup of tea or something, and I was watching yes. it. And then, so you just sent you just sent me a message saying no, like N, oh, all these, oh. <laughs> and I like, oh, and I messaged you straight away. I was like, I think you're in front of me, don't. Uh, and then you had sent me a voice note. And you're like, don't don't listen to my voice note. <laughs> 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 and I was like I was thinking what's going to happen what's going to happen and I was fairly sure something was going to happen to Glen Irwin because you wanted Glen Irwin to win we'll talk about that in a second and then yes. Tommy Bridewell just like i seen it happening as soon as was it was it Vickers was at the front or no was it was it Kyle Ride at the front or was it Vickers uh, I can't remember at I'll get race two results so uh, Kyle Ride pretty sure it was Kyle Ride was at the front yeah and they were scrapping uh, though they were scrapping yeah all Kyle back. Ride was at like, the it front it was really good to watch uh, Glenn Urban was second Tommy Bridewell was third Kyle Ride went in and Tommy Bridewell says he gets sucked in so he was trying to break two lead and then what happened was he ran down Glenn Irwin I thought something was going to happen to Glenn Irwin but as soon as I seen that happening I knew it was like, I, was like, I was watching it in <laughs> slow motion I seen Kyle Ride coming in I seen Glenn Irwin coming in after him I seen Tommy Bridewell missing the apex completely and I knew he was going to have to let it's so I knew he was going to have to let the break off and I seen Glenn Irwin was going to come in in front of him there's nothing Glenn Irwin could do because he didn't see him there and I seen it happen in slow motion and before it, even, happ- before <laughs> it even happened before it even happened because I knew something was going to happen because you had sent that message before it even happened I'd already started my voice note because I knew something was going to happen and I went absolutely how, how cross was I down the phone I went mental down the phone but, no don't play it
1: I mean I've still got it don't on don't here do, I think we should no,
0: play it no you won't be able to hear it uh, and I'll just edit I'll, I'll just edit it you. out because you can't put it in the show. It was there was a lot of French being used. That's
1: Actually, yes, yeah, we can't put that in the show. <laughs> <what> you <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I was emotional. I was emotional. I was like, Wah! I was punching the table. Like, I was genuinely punching the table and everything. I was like, but I wasn't I angry. Believe it. I wasn't angry at Tommy Bradwell. What well, I was because he was. He was trying too hard by that point, but we can talk about that in a minute. I was just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? So what I think happened was he obviously started last. We discussed that with the tyres and blah, blah, blah. He started last and he read phenomenally. He got, he got from last did, to first yeah. in 10 laps. Amazing. Yeah. I think he caught them really sleeping good. and napping a lot, but he, he did brilliant. And then obviously they'd seen it he was there, so they fought back. Kyle Ray fought back. Glenn Irwin fought back there was a bit of scrapping going on. I think to get to that point, Tommy Bridewell was so full of adrenaline and the way he was riding, it was just like, whenever you start riding like that, it's just, it's hard to get out of that. It's hard to let, especially when you're riding at them speeds, it must be hard to let that adrenaline drop, so you just keep going at that. You just keep taking If I risks. can't get past yeah.
2: you, I'm going through you. <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: you know, to, get there, he, to get there, he was having to take massive risks. He was having to take massive risks to get to there. Yes. But what I'm trying to say is once you get there and you're at the front, that's when you kind of want to calm it down. You kind of want to take a breath and think right, I'm at the front, calm it down, just race with these guys. But I think he was struggling to get his adrenaline down. And he just—he was just taking too many risks that he didn't need to be taken. And obviously, if you continue to take risks like that, inevitably that's going to happen. So I think, mm. realistically, I've not been in a situation where I've been riding a bike at that speed. And recently, that I can imagine it's very hard to control that rush of mm. adrenaline like that. Yes. And switch that over... You've just been knocked off your bike. You're racing for a championship, and you're the guy that's knocked you off. You know, and you, and his opinion possibly was maybe riding a little erratically by that stage, taking too many chances that he didn't need to be taken. You get knocked off your bike, you're going to be furious. Yeah. Yes. You're not going and to that and be Tommy big. Tommy, oh.
2: Tommy was on the floor. He was like, kind of like, oh, I've come off a bike in I thought he was going to start beating him. I genuinely thought he was going to start into <laughs> yeah. him. He was so angry. But obviously, you're going to be out here. The adrenaline's pumping. You've just been knocked off in the championship, like you say. And he was just like, <laughs> Yeah, he walked up to him and he was like, what are you doing? You idiot, what, what are you what playing are you doing? Yeah, Chippy, do you still think that Tommy Bridewell did it deliberately?
1: Well, I had this theory on the way to work, and I was thinking he could have possibly done it deliberately because he obviously started at the back, he had to use a lot of tyre to get to the front. And then I was thinking, maybe he thought he knew he wasn't going to finish at the front by the end of the race because his tyres would have gone, and he'd probably ended up finishing about 10th. So I thought maybe he just deliberately took Glenn out so Glenn wouldn't gain any advantage Uh... on him. I don't think he did. I don't think he would have done that. I don't no, think it was he deliberate. Did, I I think I could imagine no, I think some riders was, have done that. before. I think
0: that was completely idiotic to even think that, Chippy. <laughs> and yeah, even, I do as and well. Even worse was, than that, you put it in Twitter. I think you need to go on Twitter <laughs> and you need to apologize. Gen- Gen- yeah, you <laughs> need to do a Tommy Bridewell video right now. I think you need to go on Twitter yeah. and you need to apologize for that post and just say it was a rush of blood.
1: Did I- did I keep it on there or did I delete it? Because I'm pretty sure I, I regretted it as soon as I <laughs> yeah, put it,
0: it was on. Yeah, it's an idiotic thing to do. An idiotic thing to say. Yeah, really. Oh, was. no,
1: it's still on there. I got one reply and it just said, what a stupid, ridiculous comment. <laughs> no, I thought the
0: same. <laughs> I thought the same, but I thought... I, yeah, I might just I delete it. thought the same, but I thought I'm not going to reply.
1: Somebody liked it, though. Oh,
0: yeah, there's something. I think wrong. I liked it. Did I like <laughs> it? No, it's on Twitter. You're not going to like Twitter. You're not on Twitter. Oh, no, I'm not on Twitter. But... uh I think there's a small edicum of truth to your theory and that I think Tommy Braidwell maybe thought his tyres will go and I think that's maybe why he was pushing so hard. He maybe thought in his head, I need to get as far in the lead as possible. I need to get as far away from Mm. these guys before my tyres go to give myself a chance to finish with some good points. So maybe that's why he was still riding so hard, even though he had caught up with them. Yeah, yeah. But then another part yeah. of me thinks he got to the front within ten laps. How hard was he pushing his tires, really? I imagine he was pushing pretty hard. Yeah, but they're all yeah they're all I'd fairly bunched up. You know, they're they're not miles apart, like.
2: But then there was the whole erratic, like, fighting for them positions. They were really yeah. scrapping
0: for them. Yeah, I suppose. They weren't, mm. they
2: weren't hanging about, and they weren't taking no prisoners, clearly. Especially Bradwell. <laughs> <laughs> no, Unfortunately,
0: they, it's just one of them things you where you just... You know, if Bradwell can't, can't get past you, Hillary's he's going to go through yeah. Yeah, he literally <laughs> said that. He said that, like, he weeks did. ago, he did. months ago. I think I've proved that if I can't get past you... I'll go through you. Yes, Tommy, you've proved that well and truly. And then um,
2: later (laughs) on in the race, later on in the race when they both got back, they immediately shut the doors on the pits. (laughs) Oh, I don't know if
1: he was screaming He was, he
2: was was raging. They were all holding him back, weren't they? They were holding him back. He wanted to go over and give
0: him a right (laughs) good know. I know we're we're not journalists and we don't need to stay... we don't need to stay neutral and I think it's fairly obvious who we who we're supporting in all this well at least me and Chippy I think But well, try not to, try not to take sides too much but I find it really hard to listen to Tommy Bridewell's interviews and not cringe a little bit, some of his interviews are a bit like yeah. oh and I see people on social media who are like oh Glenn said this and Glenn said that and Maybe it's because I'm looking at Glenn Erwin through rose-tinted glasses. That that might be so. But I listened to his interviews, and yes, there's one or two things he says that maybe are a bit awry, that you think, yeah, adrenaline. But Tommy Bradwell comes out with some ridiculous stuff on his interviews.
1: He defended his move, didn't he? Yeah, he tried tried to say it's not my
0: fault. It wasn't my... Well, whose fault was it? Yeah.
1: (laughs) He's saying that Glenn braked too hard or something in front of him, and
0: I almost wasn't started, breaking that hard. He was. Glenn the way he was already going taking the corner. The way he was. And the, the thing way is, he was talking it, about Ham going, I'm I'm going and Britain. and Britain. I almost thought he was trying to like. He was trying to like. Somehow link that to his mistake with the safety car. He was like, "Oh, he's breaking in front of me," like to try and make. I thought, yes. mm. like, of course, he, well, he's not going to go yeah. straight on. <laughs> he has to
1: break. But the thing is. That it, he was saying Glenn Irwin was breaking harder in front of him and that, but he made the corner. Tommy Bridewell was so out of shape. He was missing that corner by miles. Yeah. So there's a reason why he was breaking harder in front of him, because he was making the corner.
2: I want Glenn to win now.
1: Yeah, I do.
0: I've changed my mind.
1: Start of the season, I wanted Tommy Bridewell to win the championship. No, no, at I don't the want start of to. the
0: season, whenever I first heard, because like, I've said, I've said before... I'm not the biggest fan of British superbikes because it usually takes a back seat, so I can watch MotoGP, World Superbikes, blah blah blah. But because we're doing the podcast, I'm taking more interest at this year. At the start of the season, I openly said I'm not a big fan of Tommy Bridewell. I never liked them to begin with. Not that, I, not that I disliked them that much. they just rubbed me up the wrong way, which is, you know, people are allowed to do that. It's just an opinion. And Chetwy, you always said to me, you're not allowed to dislike Tommy Bridewell. Everybody likes Tommy Braidwell. Tommy Braidwell's the guy in the paddock that everybody likes. Everybody wants Tommy. Yeah,
1: everybody did like yeah. last year. <laughs> and
0: Flip that to a couple of weeks ago. You were then saying, I still like Tommy Braidwell, but I want Glenn Irwin to win. Bring that to this week, and you straight up told me you think Tommy Braidwell. Oh, I'm not going to say the words that you used, because I would have to end it out, <laughs> but... You were getting quite tasty with what you thought. You have took a complete 180 on Tommy Braidwell.
1: I don't want him to win the championship. I still like him, and I still want him in, like, super bikes and that. I said... And he is good for the championship. I said... But I don't I want I mean win this. Enough.
0: I was cross, but I said I wanted his sheep to get foot in mouth. <laughs> 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 I was like... <laughs> I was like, I hope all his vets can play. <laughs> <laughs> Now that was a joke. It was just a very, very sinister, horrendous joke which I made privately with you, Chippy. And I'm saying it now because I've calmed down, and it was just a cruel joke. <laughs> I was cross. I was so angry. <laughs> but I didn't then. I yes. didn't then go onto Facebook and vent my anger <laughs> on Facebook. Some people have read some of the most ridiculous stuff on Facebook, and apparently, like according to the writers themselves, they're getting threats from people. Who does that?
1: Yeah, that's bad. Isn't it it? People
0: bad. like Chippy, keyboard warriors. Yeah.
1: Well, there's uh, one thing. I wouldn't there's one do thing that.
0: making a meme and putting a meme on there. I know, it's I know, I'm only joking. It's a different story going on there and attacking somebody's kids. No, yeah, absolutely. Yes. The one thing that really.
2: Obviously, there's a lot of things that Tommy Bradwell did that annoyed me this this weekend, but the main thing that annoyed me. Was when he got him every time he got in front of freaking Glen and he was on a straight. He's putting his hand up to stop the race.
0: Yeah, but Glen. Because
2: it, he knew he, he knew it had gone the it had gone the distance, so he would have he would have got first place. I just thought, fuck you, put your hand down and keep racing, you idiot! What are you doing that for?
0: Yeah, but Glen like Irwin that. was doing the same. Like as soon as Glen Irwin didn't get in front, he was going over the line. As soon as he got over the line, hand up. I didn't see <laughs> Glen do it.
1: I think he did it before Tommy.
0: I didn't see him. I think it. I can't remember. I I'm not sure he was doing it. I'm not mm. sure he sure did it at first, but they were both doing it at one stage. Yes. But then the rain didn't.
1: They, they didn't. But it, t- it wasn't
2: even raining
0: that bad. <laughs>
2: but also, t- yeah. put your it wasn't. down. Keep <laughs> racing.
0: That's why it was so funny. It was like it was barely even raining, and they're putting their hand up stop the rain. When you when yeah. you com- when you
2: compare it to what it was like at PSB in that race, and it was like in Japan. Like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like
1: uh... I love our race control as well. Race control just ignored Tommy and Glenn, and then as soon as Kyle Ride put his hand up, they stopped. Oh, the
2: Kyle, Kyle said it's—he's—he's he's the one that's not fighting for it. It's fine. Yeah. Well, he hasn't. <laughs> well, he is now. Yeah.
0: But it's kind of um, like Moto was... Three when you watch Moto Three and they tap themselves on the bike. And they're like, "Follow me," and it's like well, that's just completely pointless. <laughs> not going to do that. <laughs> Follow <laughs> me, yeah. yeah. There's a spot of rain and I'm the lead. Can you please stop the race, sir? No. <laughs> I was
2: gutted for um, gutted for Leon Aslam with his engine blowing up.
3: Because
0: yeah, he was doing three. so well. That's a shame. Well, I was gutted for Glenn Urban race three. And that's another thing I was effing and blinding in as well. Because he blew up and I was just like, that's because Bridewell ran onto his bike. And that probably <laughs> is why. He ran on his bike and you know, smashed his bike. Caused an issue. They had to rebuild the bike. Obviously, they made some mistakes.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
0: And just we'll talk about race three then. <laughs> and I can't I can't vote anything. So if anybody wants to message me and tell me I'm wrong, but Glen Irwin always seems to just say how well the team did. And he never really seems to badmouth the other side of the, the garage. He only ever just seems to say how well yeah. the team did. I know he did come out and say, I think we know who the team wants to win. That was maybe yeah. <laughs> that was maybe a bit cheeky, but maybe not untrue. But Tommy Bridewell never really seems to do that. He seems to be more sinister with his words. Yeah, the thing that annoys me most about Tommy Bridewell is he, whenever he makes a mistake or whenever he does something wrong, he's never just humble enough to come out and just be like, just hold his hands up and say that I made a mistake, I'm sorry. <sighs> It's always he's somebody all, else's fault, isn't it? He's always like yeah, yeah, he's always like a silver spin, not my fault, little twat oh,
3: wasn't my fault
0: <laughs> I didn't do that. Like just admit you made a mistake. Just admit you made a mistake and roll on with
1: it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah I was I think as well he plays on this farmer. Sort of image a little bit as well in his interviews,
0: yeah.
1: It just annoys me.
0: I'm uh, I'm trying really, really hard to like be as neutral as possible on this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Race three, I was gutted whenever Glenn Irwin's bike blew at the start. I was, yeah, gutted it was, I was, it was, awful. And I was he, he was so annoyed as well. When I was effing and blinding the TV, like I was so close to just bursting my TV open. I was so cross. But again, that's not Tommy Braidwell's fault. Tommy Braidwell was racing hard in race two. He made a mistake. He read anti-Glenn Irwin. Yeah. Glenn team tried to fix the bike. They made a mistake. It's, you can not connect the dots and say, well, if such and such hadn't have done this, that wouldn't have happened. But then that's just, you know... If you look at mm. mechanicals and issues and go back the entire season, Leon Hazlund's probably suffered more than everybody. And now that he's yeah. in a title con, title position, you think if none of them had happened, he could be leading the championship by now.
1: Well, he's, uh, was it five DNFs for mechanical yeah. failures? Yeah, they're good
0: then, BMWs, aren't they? And he's 37 <laughs> points <laughs> behind.
1: <laughs> He'd have probably been leading, probably the, been championship leading the
0: championship. The year. Year. So, so, so it's, it seems rude to then say, oh... Tommy Braidwell had the red hand to Glenn Irwin, but, you know, if you take all the mechanicals away, Leon Haslam's probably mm. one so of the, the So, uh, with this showdown stuff that
2: is going to happen in the last race, how many points mm. are
0: up for grabs? 70. Is it 180 everything... or some at Daft? I don't think it has. now. There's only three races left. Right.
2: Right. Yeah cuz yeah course, sprint and uh
0: to Could race, you imagine yeah. going on to Donnington to Glen Urban you're not going to score a point in these three races He like have, like of some sort of...
1: It's th- 35 points for a victory at Brown And what's the difference <laughs> what's, what's the
0: difference between Tommy
2: and Glenn Now 7.5
0: it's 7
2: or 8 7 points All point oh, right so 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 Glenn's still within a, a shout of winning then. Oh shite! yeah of course Yeah Yeah Hmm. Hmm. But and we're going to be there, Sam. Yeah, we are going to be there. Y'all going to be there.
1: It's going to be a good race weekend. Sam, oh Sam, god, I can't wait. Why
2: didn't you? You
0: should have just come.
1: Nah, I'd rather watch it on TV. To be honest,
0: I get that like to watch it on TV, but I think of how many times in my life I'm going to be able to go to, the, True, final,
1: to watch the final
0: round of a BSB championship. And it's not any BSB championship. This is a good tight year. And there's a lot of needle this year as well. Oh, my yes. God. And it's not that I don't want Leon Haslam or Kyle Wright to win it, but if something happens and none of the PBM riders won it, it feels like a bit of an anti-climax, doesn't it? <laughs> and to me, it does.
1: It, I don't know. I think that would be just as good. No, yeah, I think I'd, I'd, I'd love think it if I'd car Ride won it by like one point. I think point. I'd be driving
0: home on Sunday, being like, "Oh, okay, raid right. won the price it makes. Oh, but you know, i I
2: think that that was my prediction at the start of the year. I think when it Carl Ride,
0: I think it was. I want one of the PBM riders to win it. I want Glenn Glenn Irwin to win it. it. No, I Lord it over all them Tommy Bridewell fans on Facebook, all off-season, every day on the off-season Glenn Irwin won ha ha ha, Nelson Month memes, ha ha Nelson Month memes, ha ha every day, ha ha stick that in your hobby farm
1: <laughs> Do you think it'd be better if Glenn Irwin won by, won by half oh, a point? Oh, tasty Rather than smashing him, I think it'd be even better no, if you I just went and just out. literally I want him that to go much. and
0: do a triple. I want Glenn Irwin to go out and do a triple. He's had such a bad weekend at Donington Park. And Tommy Bridewell's annoyed me. So I want Glen Irwin to go out and do a triple. I think it would be class. Just absolutely. and anno-
1: You can just feel, just feel more drama oh, I can coming, can't feel you, in the last round? Just feel tension. Summit's going to happen. It's going
0: to be. Oh, and you think about you think about the team. Think about the team. Think about being in that team, right? You're in Glen Urban's team. Race three at Donington Park. You dropped the ball. There was a problem with the clutch or whatever. You're building the bike before the sprint race. You're nervous. You're nervous. You're double, triple, quadruple checking everything you do everything you're tightening everything you're taking apart everything you're putting back together you're double checking everything making sure everything's right you want to make sure that whenever that bike was onto the grid if there's any problems it wasn't you wasn't your fault you know if there's <laughs> yes. a problem you want to be able to look at somebody else and say well it was his fault but even then you don't want to be in the garage whenever they can walk in and end up being like there was a problem with the bike and this was it. even if it's not your fault you would be like oh my god we let this ball down and then once over that's <laughs> over, then it's down to the riders and the tension in the riders, and it, it's the same with Glenn Urter, Tommy Bridewell's side as well. They're going to be the same. And the thing is, uh, I think it might be a bit easier for Kyle riding them, because even though they're in a title shot, even though they're in a title shot, if they go out and don't win the championship, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, nobody expected you to a couple of rounds ago. Yeah. And he's already yeah. he's already confirmed that he's right for next year anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> I th- I think there's must be so much pressure and so much tension, and that and that team PBM team both sides.
2: I wonder. I think I wonder the only thing I is the I mechanics think of like of PBMs other, are going to throw up the road. I, I, think, I wonder if throw one up one mechanics, throw up up the mechanics. Do you think there's one
0: of Tommy the Bridewell's thing. mechanics and Glenn Irwin's mechanics? Like, don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get my chance. <laughs> 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 well, my dad's.
1: Bridewell does go really well at Brands, mm. mm. He loves Brands.
2: Um, when they race at Brands, this is a question, because there's, there's two circuits technically at Brands. There's like uh, what's called the normal and then the international. Do you know what they race? Mm.
1: Uh, find out.
2: Because uh, my old man was asking, because when he used to race, he used to use the normal one, but they do have an international one as well, apparently, which is bigger. Mm. So I just wondered if they'll maybe make it bigger for the, for the final round, line, but
1: It is the GP version, right?
0: I am looking forward to it.
2: And yeah, I we're going to well. be there. Oh, and just guess the... and Sam, you get to meet Mrs. Chippy. Okay,
1: but not not my missus, but
2: no, Mrs. Chippy.
1: <laughs> so, my sister. Mrs. Oh, your Chippy. sister?
2: No. No, he's going to meet your sister, your mum,
0: your, your old mum.
2: Yeah, true. Yeah,
1: you're
0: going to meet all my family. They're <laughs> all there. You keep putting us on the pedestal, Ashley. I don't mean that's the wrong way, Charlie, but you keep putting it on the pedestal that you think I care. <laughs> it's not very nice, is it? I just, I literally just want to grab my car out, me, of beer, and just go watch the motorbikes and get through. <laughs> I feel it's really. Fine. Yeah, I feel really enough. awkward around people I don't know. I know I can be walk into a crowd and be like, Wait, but what? I think that, real... that does not sum that does not sum you up
2: at all. I know, but there's a you daff- feel awkward around people you don't know. You literally walk into people and just fucking start balancing a chair on your chair. No, like, I can.
1: Throwing pizza, at yeah, people. throwing
2: pizza crust at people, then getting smacked in the face. Yeah, but I can do that in a certain <laughs> scenario whenever there's usually
0: when there's alcohol involved. Because, you know, whenever, you're, whenever you're in the position, whenever you walk into a position and you think, you know what, this needs that just needs a clown, it just needs somebody here to just step out of the comfort <laughs> zone and be a clown and bring everybody together. That's not the situation we're in. We're in this highly tense environment where everybody's just walking on eggshells in case you know. Guess Tommy Braidwell walks past, because God forbid you know Tommy Braidwell, huh? <laughs> is uh,
2: Josh Owens racing or not?
1: He should be. I think. He yeah, he should be back from injury. So line. it won't
2: be Michael Dunlop again then. No. no. Oh well, at least
1: might be there. I don't know. At
2: least uh, Josh is getting back on the bike though. The last round, at least. Yeah. Hey, Charlie did really well on race three. He got fourth.
1: I knew you were going to mention Charlie before the end of this pod. Why not? But yeah, he did. He did do well. Fourth, I think. Apparently, the team were very happy.
2: He got eighth in race two,
0: I think, as well. Eighth. Uh, Wait, that's we've talked about BSB. Yes, and we've been going for over two hours now. Even though less than if you're listening, (laughs) if you're still listening to this, we have been going over two hours. But we'll be edited down especially because ash forgot to record half the podcast which we i have to record which i have to edit thanks ash right should we I, get on with a question that was asked at the start of the show yes some people may have just used a timestamp yes. for this to get here if you have hello you've just cut out all the bullshit to get here and it was <laughs> bullshit
1: to be fair, I think I'll be using the timestamps if I listen God, back to this. God, this has been the worst episode,
2: this has been the worst episode <laughs> uh, we've made
0: ever. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No. No, this it's has, not. It has been. This has been the worst no, episode we've the made. The worst
2: one was the shit show.
0: No, it was bad technical problems. And we didn't know what we were doing because we were like three or four episodes in. I can I can forgive that. This is the worst one yet. This is the worst episode we've made. If you're still listening or you've the made be, it the best
2: far, one. The best one was the last one
1: when I wasn't here
2: yeah. mm. <laughs> Great. Nah, we're, we're <laughs> right. no I'm only joking I'm not you shit let's get on with the question you can read out Chippy
1: ok well my question was which rider do you think could have been a front runner or a champion in a better class that was never given a chance
2: I like what you put for Sam's there Chippy <laughs> 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 uh, should I go first then
1: yeah, you go first. Well
2: I've picked Top Rack Razgatlioglu. If Top Rack had been given a chance at MotoGP, I think he would have been great. The Bullshit. way he rides is fantastic. Oh shit. I, I think I the way the way he rides is I think it's brilliant. Look. And look I, th- I think if you if you if you got Top Rack and Bautista, right, and you swapped bikes, Top Rack would have smashed that championship.
0: This year, well, World too Right, that's fair enough. But you're basically, you're, what you're doing is you're highlighting the situation that happened earlier last year where Len Jarvis basically came out and said Top Rack's not good enough for the MotoGP. That's what you're saying. I think it would have been, been good. Yeah, on what? A Yamaha that doesn't work? Fabio Quattararo. No, Definitely would have been better than Quattararo. Fabio was a, a literal world champion and he can't get the bike yes. to work. Franco, yes, Franco Morbidelli is a European Supersport champion, and he's a Moto2 champion, and he's a runner-up in the MotoGP, and he can't get the bike to work. I'm not
2: talking about just Yamaha, am I? I'm saying if he went to MotoGP, he could jump on a freaking Ducati for all for all we knew. I'm not saying Yamaha. Well, I could jump
1: on a Ducati and win the championship. Yeah,
0: in that case, in that case, in that case, my argument <laughs> is Toprak still got time. He's still young enough. Mm, yeah, but I'm, I'm just obviously. But I think, go, somebody I think the going question. To, I think going to BMW is a big mistake if he wants to get to more GP. Massive
2: mistake, massive mistake. Oh, yes. But yeah, that's that's who I think. I think. I However, just digressing GP, slightly, It would
0: be great. Garret Gerloff's getting plenty out of that Bonovo BMW. So and. Uh, Michael Vandermark's doing better than the BMW as well. So put top rack in the BMW, he might be able to scrape a few results here and there, might be able to get a podium, but he's never really won a championship. Anyway, that's all I'll say. No.
2: But um, you think he won a MotoGP? Yeah. Well, I'm just saying he, he would have been, I think he would have been really good in MotoGP. Not necessarily on a Yamaha, and that's why I said, you know, shut up because <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not saying he got go to Yamaha freaking, he could be on the Ducati you know
0: anyway uh, Sam anyway. what would yours be uh, well mine's very similar to Chippy's so I think Chippy should answer first
1: uh, well I've gone with Jonathan Ray um, so I reckon if Kawasaki remote GP obviously it depends how good they are if they're like a, what Yamaha is now he's not going to be winning championships. championship probably would if be because it's Japanese like,
2: bike <laughs> if,
1: if they were like um, Aprilia or KTM then I think he could uh, he could definitely be a front runner in a team like that mm. but yeah Johnny Ray's my answer
0: for that one yeah well that my, would have been my choice Sam?
2: but you'd already picked it
0: so I kind of went for somebody else yeah well I don't really know what else to say because my answer would also be Johnny Ray but my answer would be slightly different. It wouldn't be if Kawasaki had a team in MotoGP. I think that Johnny Ray had a chance in MotoGP. I go back to whenever he was riding for Honda, because he wildcarded it, two races in MotoGP, and he get a few good results. Well, his best result was seventh. But whenever he went to race for MotoGP under Honda, he was told under no circumstances do you crash this bike. So they basically told him, "Don't be going out there and trying to win races. Do not crash the bike because it costs too much. Yes. You're not worth. You're not worth the cost of that bike. So just go out there." And he he still managed to come seventh. So basically, riding around, not trying. That's effectively what he was doing. He was riding around on a bike that he doesn't know and a track that he's not used to, not trying, and he came seventh. And this was 2012, whenever the aliens were racing. So you had Danny Pedrosa, well, it was before Mark Marquez got there. So you had Danny Pedrosa, Lorenzo Rossi, you know Davizioso. You had all these phenomenal riders, and Johnny Ray came seventh. And it's like, just think, if he would have had an entire season on that bike and then a second season. And he was allowed to push it to its potential. Mm. Think of what he could have done. Johnny Ray, reps all Honda. So mine's a similar answer to yours, but rather than Kawasaki, I'd go back to when he was at Honda. I also like to think, yes, you sit there, Sam will probably say something from 1920. I also like to think about uh, (laughs) Carl Fogarty. I think if Carl Fogarty would have went to MotoGP sooner in his career, he might have done more. Yeah, probably, Yeah. yeah it's it's possibly not a step up in championship, but I think about uh, uh, Jeremy McWilliams who raced in MotoGP and 250cc for years. If he would have went to superbikes, I think he'd have smashed superbikes. And the last one I have is Ben Spees who did go to MotoGP, but he just had a horrid time whenever he was there. K- kept getting injured. That could have easily went a different way. You know, if that would have went more his way. Yeah. but ultimately my answers yeah Johnny Ray
2: cool groovy well so thank you that, that about wraps up the show doesn't it thank god
0: this has been such a bad show this has been the worst one yet this had the potential to be a great show we had so much stuff to I'm... talk about what do you mean it hasn't I forgot to record half of it Oh, I didn't well, forget. Well, yeah,
1: that, that bit's pretty bad. I
0: didn't fucking forget. Every time I was talking, I was saying something and I would stop speaking and I would look at you two waiting for you to say something and Ash was looking out his window or something and Chip, you're just lying there half asleep because, oh, I've done two days' work.
1: I am I've very, very tired. That work,
0: happened once
2: because I opened the window. And I muted my mic so it didn't come through. All you had to do was digress a bit. You're great at digressing.
0: I know, but I can only digress so much. Now I look to you two to jump in at some stage, and you're not even concentrating, and Chippy's asleep. Well, he should have been... Con- I was fucking opening the windows. too hot. I was about to you know pass you, out. Do you know who you sound like now? Toby Bridewell. Just the excuses. Just yeah. excuses, that's it. <laughs> Just the excuses, that's all you're giving me. This is what I have to deal with, folks. So... If you didn't enjoy this podcast, not my fault, I'm trying really hard. Weekend, yeah, weekend. It's we... the fault. <laughs> <laughs> With my mustache. Oh, yeah, everyone, God, Sam's mustache. got a really, really, really shit mustache. Going oh, it's amazing. I really want to cut You're it. You're just off. jealous because you can't grow a manly mustache to be. Right. If anybody wants to see my moustache, go to the Big Bad Bike Show Twitter page. I will take a picture and I will put it on there for everyone to see. Right, Ash, do you want to run through your socials or do you want me to do it? I will run through the
2: socials if you like. Um, so you can email us uh, the podcast at thepodcast.bigbadbs.co.uk. If uk. have any feedback, please do. Nobody's emailed for a while. Um, we are on YouTube the big bad bike show i promise i will get a video up i've got videos in the pipeline just got to get through all the footage nice um, we are on twitter or which is now known as x <laughs> at the big bad bs instagram the big bad bike show just Facebook. forget forget about instagram we're not
0: on instagram we've got a page we just
2: <laughs> never use it He's dead. Well, we did have a page which I used to run and I used to put stuff on there, but it wasn't good enough. Well, we've so.
1: still got a page that you're on, but you haven't done anything with it yet.
2: No, I'm not on it. Anyway, um, the one that we re- we you the password interact no, yeah interact most with is the <laughs> Facebook group, which is the Big Bad BS. <laughs> and uh, if you want to contact us directly, there's Sam on X at the Big Bad Biker. I am on Instagram, the Up North Biker, and Chippy is on X at Moto that's, Yes,
0: that's, that's your lot. That's our socials. That's how you get in contact with us. Nobody ever does, so don't bother. <laughs> Nobody yeah. else does. Uh, why? Why bother? Well, why would you after this show? Maybe I'll edit it and it'll turn into a class cracker. But there we go. If we're going to go live. It has to get better than this. <laughs> anyway this has been the Big Bud Bake Show Ash Silly Chippy
2: goodbye Chippy's not even looking
1: at the screen I'm so tired goodbye